Hello, and welcome to Elite Card Ray, the Hordes of War Machine podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm Mike. Oh, he's not here. Oh, oh sorry. It's your go. It's your go. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was waiting for the interruption and everything. I'm Kurt. Uh, and I'm Ben. Yeah, you are the brothers Hanson. There we go. It's... Oh, no. Don't start. <laughs> just... I wish I interrupted you now. Are you little and large uh, or cannon and ball? I'm not quite sure. It's. I'm, I'm definitely the ball. <laughs> Literally. I'm setting fire to your front door. That's what I'm doing. Oh, my Lord. Uh, that, that sounds needlessly violent, but okay. <laughs> After your comment, I don't think so. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. Yes, quite. Uh, we are back again for a, a, another run at this old podcast thing. Um, and PP seemed determined to give us a, a, a decent amount of new content every time by putting more things into CID. Yay. Don't everybody celebrate at once. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we, we have skipped a little bit forward. Uh, we're not going to look at uh, the first week of the Battle Engines. We're not going to look at Steamroller this week either because there's a whole different brouhaha over that, and that's still another two months away, two months of internal playtesting away from um, hitting anyone's table. Um, what we're going to do is look at week two of the Battle Engines, um, which which should be nice because, let's out of interest... How much have you guys seen the Battle Engines in Mark III, sir? Uh, mm. I've used mine uh, a little bit, actually. So I was doing range Which, which, which one was that, or which ones? Or... The Archantric Force Generator. I was using it in with in some sort of jank lists with, um, with Raven for snipe possibilities, plus the plus two range. Uh, on a Hyperion, so taking a Hyperion's of range 18 on its big gun. Wow, nice. I think, yeah, and uh, the knockdown cannon. It, it, I was enjoying it as it was, and since mine has changed very little since the thing, uh, I, kn- I know some people don't like it, but... Um, no, we'll, 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 we'll get we'll get to that. Don't worry, about yeah, it. We'll, we'll get to that. But it was it was more sort of how many have you seen on the table out of kind of all your games? None. Sure, answer none. I don't think I saw I've seen any yet at all. Uncarriage when Butcher could abuse it, and that's it. Now, I've seen the gun carriage in a ranged. Uh, I want to say Vlad one list, which was frankly slightly crazy. I mean, I've seen, I've talked to people um, in the troll groups and forums, and um, and the troubled scrum guys are still quite keen on the war wagon um, because of its reposition, because of its um, maneuverability. Um, not quite as tanky as you might like it to be, but we'll get onto that, obviously. Um, but no, I haven't seen any in Mark III yet at all. But it's, the war wagon has a lot of, um, it, lo- it looks nice. It's a really nice model. It's very trolley. So people do kind of throw it on the table, but not not visibly, not that I've actually seen. Well, I think overall, and that, what that really speaks to, just from anecdotal evidence, is the fact that we're not actually seeing a lot of these things in the wild. So PP have decided, let's go back to the drawing board and figure out why people aren't taking them and put them in a position where they are um, useful. I think the shortest answer to that is that where a lot of war beasts and war jacks have got comparatively cheaper into Mark III, the, war, the battle engines haven't, so you're paying the same as a heavy and getting something that falls over a lot more easily than anybody's heavies, even the lightest ones. Yeah. I think that's the short, that's the really simplistic answer to the question is there are, there, there are well, armoured and protected as a light, but it costs like same as a heavy, and you can't hide them. So, 
Yeah. If, and when when I the baseline heavies, sorry, have been reduced, uh, and they're still and they have more utility, you're yeah. going to take a heavy over one. So yeah, I mean, certainly for for mercs, you know, the difference between an eleven point nomad and a nineteen point battle engine. That's quite extreme comparison. That's amazing. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, Kado's got the same. You can have a juggernaut for 12 or a gun carriage for 18, 19 points. Don't tell me these things. I don't want to know how cheap people's heavies get. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't look it up anymore. It makes You're me sad. Also, they're always going to be expensive. Oh, There'll probably be a revision on that at some point, I'd guess, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> so I think that the first thing to say is that pretty much all of these have had pretty big increases in boxes. There are, there are you know, um, exceptions. Um, oh, even the exceptions but, are fairly sizable, just not in much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're we're talking going from um, the the first example. If we look at the the Storm Strider, because I've cut that on my iPad here, like I'm organised, or doing a good impression of someone who's organised. Um, you're going from 22 boxes up to 30. Uh, okay. Basic stat lines staying the same, but eight extra boxes. That's an extra one, two hits at armor 19. Yeah, unless someone piles in a heavy with like multiple focus on it and just oh, says, if you no. commit, if you commit to killing it like you commit to killing a heavy, then it's going to die. But it, yeah. it now doesn't die like a light. Well, armor 19, 30 boxes is pretty much a signal heavy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, you stick arcane shield on there, and with yeah. uh, repulsor field, suddenly it becomes rather awkward to take out. And you don't have to worry about systems. No, well, no, that, like is, that is absolutely true. Flip side, most of them can't boost. So, anyway. So, up first we have the Storm Strider. Um, the, the first uh, thing is that it's lost Kinetic Accumulator, which is how it gained its power tokens originally, uh, where it had to be hit by melee or ranged attacks. Now, that's completely changed for build-up power, which means whenever it advances, it gains D3 power tokens that it can use to boost attack or damage roll, um, which is pretty good. It uh, says it has. To, it does say it has to advance. So a movement at zero is not advanced. Or is um, it? Oh, if, if you stand still, if, an, ah, if you stand still and aim, you don't. If get you the, declared it yeah. to be a zero inch advance, because I think the, the advanced, yeah. now for the it's judge the aiming, document, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah, the assumption now for the judge document is if the, the model doesn't move, that it is sacrificing its movement. However, right. if you declared a zero-inch advance, then, yeah. 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 Um, it, it gets very awkward. And to be honest, you wouldn't aim with this anymore because you no. need D3 uh, power tokens, which means rather than plus two framing, you're getting an extra D6, which is, well, most of the time a lot better. Um, yeah. It's gained conductor as well, so it can be part of the surge and triangulation storm calls. I thought I was going to need something else, but obviously not. No, no. Um, it keeps superconduction, keeps repulsor field. So, rules-wise, yeah, I, I'm pretty safe in saying that it's just better. It's had little tweaks, hasn't it? It's, it's not had a massive damage increase, but a bit, and yeah. it's had a little tweak. And I think build-up power is better than the accumulator. I think that was a bit annoying before, but yeah, it's a bit more aggressive now in some respects because you move up the field and you're gaining power tokens that you can boost to boost. So pretty yeah. nasty for, for 18 points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as well as that, um, what have we got? We've got uh, the lightning cannon is unchanged. Um, so still crit disruption, still damage type, uh, damage type electricity. I'm going to trust that you've got Warham open at the same time as PDF because I haven't. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a flick between the two and it's yeah. kind of... 
Uh, <laughs> and the stomp is also unchanged. Um, I didn't realize the stomp had lightning generator on originally. That's kind of sickening. No, I didn't either. Uh, and of course, with dual attack, it can just come in, stamp on your head, and still fire. Face. Mm. Uh, which is actually even better now because um, you can't, you couldn't gain the aiming bonus while engaged, and now it just, yeah, I'll uh, I'll move zero inches, gain some power tokens, and still smash your face in. So, nice. Yeah, Benj, I think are you the most Person who's most recently played Signal here? Uh, no, I haven't played Signal in Hole of Mark 3 yet. I want what? to. I want to, but um, time. Um, what, what do you think of the changes that have been made overall then? Because, you know, we, we, we like to hear all voices on the show. The Storm, the Storm Strider mainly doesn't get seen from my point of view just for its aesthetic because it's really odd, but I might consider converting one and. Uh, you know, sticking some legs on it and, and maybe using it for that because but, but it's already got four legs. Yeah, I thought that. You know, you know, you know, two legs, so it doesn't look too silly. It's fine. It looks fine, honestly. It doesn't. It looks like War of the Worlds. I hate War. Why do you hate War? Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. I, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. You hate yeah. War of the Worlds. No, I hate the robots from War of the Worlds. Apart from the Tom Cruise remake, I kind of like. <laughs> I prefer the remake. Oh, That's so good. I'm fight, I'm, fight, fight, fight. I'm terrible. Literally, I have to keep up this horrible, terrible... Can I sit in the middle? I don't hate the Tom Cruise remake uh, as a whole, but I prefer the original Walker. Yeah. I, I, quite, <clears throat> I quite like the remake. As a film, I, played but... the, I played the video game of the Walkers. And you, do you remember the really old video game? No. No. Uh, okay, there was a really old video game. You're clearly older than all of us. I'm not. <laughs> Combined. I just yes. feel it. <laughs> um... But, uh, you um, tell me next that you don't like listening to Jeff Wayne's War of the World. No, I like listening to it. Okay, you may yet survive. Um, but I'm when I played Signal back in the day, I wasn't one for all the lightning, really. So I, n- I never got aboard the pony train. You know, the I only had one unit of Storm Lancers. And, um, um, but okay. Um, I mean, I think from my point of view, that what this model thing. They've certainly made its range potential um, a little bit better because obviously now it's got build-up power. They've certainly made it more hardy. Mm. Um, I think they couldn't really add too much more to it. Otherwise, with the repulsor field, it might get very obnoxious. I think yeah. it got expensive. If you added anything to it, it got expensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got a good gun, and if you make that gun, bo- you know, more easily boostable. Um, yeah, that's it's got pretty neat. It's got a lot of options for it. It is just a large target in itself as well. Yeah. But, um, and if somebody wants to dedicate the resources into killing it, it's going to become more of a piece to kill um, and a consideration. So You're going to have to do some setup. If you want to kill that with a heavy, you're going to have to like run that one guy in and then do a diagonal charge with the jack so that when you get pushed back, you're kind of yeah. locked in combat. But I've seen people do that because um, the new... Uh, Helios, as soon as you tell someone it's got poltergeist or you know anything like that, they start doing their old you know, machinations to stop it going a certain amount of distance so that they yeah. can still engage and or it's a or it's a one with reach and it doesn't really matter that much because its initial hit does so much fucking damage. Um, <laughs> you sound but, like from experience, Benj. No, 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 no. He did do. He killed it with infantry and he did do the, the jamming thing. You know, it was very clever. Ah, the bomb. I wish, I, I wish, yeah, I wish I hadn't told him I had Poltergeist before he did it all. 
<laughs> I, open information game and all that, but just you know, keep those cards close. Okay. So, so, so generally, Stormstrider, good positive improvement. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the second of the reworked battle engines. So, this would be the Vessel of Judgment. Ooh. Yes. Uh, stat line uh, is still the same. Actually, I, I couldn't see much difference. I was looking at it before. Yeah. And I'm, I'm reading down it, going, oh, "It's got more boxes." Yeah. But I, I, I and apparently something's highlighted that says it's different, but I haven't played it in ages. Well, it's it's gained seven boxes because it used to be. Oh my god, no, sorry. Uh, it used to be twenty-four, so it's actually gained eight boxes. Eight. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought that was a complete five on the uh, the card, but actually that's going to be interesting. How are they going to fit that many boxes in? They're going to really squash them up. Um, Two rows. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Two rows. Uh, same number of points. Um, still construct gunfighter, community fire, pathfinder. Yep. Um, still Classic. got destructive power. Yeah. Uh, I believe some of the actual um, holy reliquary stuff. Well, cleansing aura is highlighted, which implies it's different, but I can't tell what's different. And doors of judgment. It's also highlighted, and again, uh, it looks. If, the if something's same. highlighted, that just means it's changed from week one. Oh, so oh, okay. the, the the whole thing might have uh, changed since it's. Cleansing aura does not remove friendly upkeeps and removes continuous effects from friendlies. Dodger judgment ja- changed to destroyed. Okay. Yeah, oh, so, so instead of disabled. The, the original cleansing aura um, could be used once per activation. When it was used, animal and continuous effects on models units in its command range immediately expired. Uh, the new cleansing aura um, is, pretty much the same. is just enemy models and... Um, enemy upkeep spells on models units in its command range expire. Yeah. Does and anyone also, feel that... Like, their pay to keep it, the, um, the upkeeps in effect uh, with, by taking D3 damage. That's new. Spellcast and keep any of its upkeeps in play, but oh, that's new. Yeah, that's different from what previously. How, how often, though, does cleansing come into like effect? Because generally the model's usually dead, because it's usually fire, and that's the... Uh, um, yeah, how, how often does that actually get used these days? Uh, to be fair, if you're playing Morgul 2, it's really useful. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you'll have to explain. It, you use the pulse and it gets rid of blind on all your trooper models. Oh, oh. That pretty good pretty good anti-crit yeah, for getting rid of um very rid good. Of crit. Uh, good. um versus uh Denny two. Oh so, wait, okay. You can basically turn off Denny Two's feet if I remember correctly, because Shadowbind is shakeable, isn't it? Yeah, actually, I, I will have to check that one. It's good for the debuffs. It's good for crippling grasp, getting yeah. shot of those kind of things. That's what it's really good for. Yeah. Wait, I thought it's so continuous effects from spells or from I thought things like fire enemy, and enemy upkeep and anime, enemy upkeep and anime, anime, Our models units in this command range means expire. We must cleanse all the anime. We must cleanse <laughs> all the anime. <laughs> uh, it's an anti weeaboo weapon. Okay. Actually, no. Uh, blind is just shakeable, so it is just continuous corrosion, fire, um, continuous. Oh, corrosion. Even, actually, going by the wording of this, it wouldn't even shake stationary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wow. I don't, I don't see the point in it anymore because things die to fire, die to corrosion, 
generally before you can use these effects and auras. Uh, but it does get rid of potentially debuff spells. So yeah, yeah, that okay, that's fine. But again, I I I forgot about that aspect. But again, the unit's definitely dead usually if it's had some crippling grass. Yeah, potentially. Um. Right, so we got uh, Doors of Judgment, which has also changed. So that used to be um, once per turn when it was a disabled model, a disabled friendly faction warrior model, um, you could basically get them to make a full advance and one basic attack, and they were then RFP'd. Mm -hmm. um, uh, destroyed, okay. It used to be very good with errands. Yes, yeah, it's now changed to destroyed. Um, so does... How does that affect the interaction then? Well, because it really, just it just means they're not RFPs. So, for instance, oh, uh, someone, they can be brought back with feats. Yeah. Oh, can it be brought back from Marta then, essentially, as well? No, because Martin's on disabled, isn't it? I like, can't remember. Do you want me to check that one for you, Ben? You no, 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 because I'm not playing Harvey for any time soon. Because you, you, you were so sad about her nerfing. And I don't own an organ either. Martyrdom is on. Um, Disabled. Disabled. I, yeah, I own the organ. Yeah. Yeah. How come? Well, the vessel of judgment, because yeah. I because I really liked the look of it when it first came out. Oh, you, you used to dabble, didn't you? I got, I have a truckload of menos. Oh, it's my second fact by a country mile. <laughs> Eruption of faith is pretty much the same. Yes. Uh, and I think the gun is actually largely the same. I think I have heard from people that this is one of the least changed battle engines. They've basically just given it more hitboxes and clarified some rules. I'd still argue that those are some changes that are, that are useful. The boxes, definitely. Well, certainly on the Vessel of Judgment, because you're talking about something that's got to use its health to use its miracles. Mm. So giving it more boxes just gives it a, a few more chances to use Doors of Judgment and boost its attack and damage rolls. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's that's working. I think that the the only thing there is adding the D three to prevent stuff being uh, dispelled is potentially awkward. But then again, I think Menoth's got a couple of ways of stripping up keeps, hasn't it? Intimidating caster and other things. Yeah, uh, Rehoven mm. and purification. You know that 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 yeah. spell. There's quite that's a lot. There's quite a lot. Of, so. There's quite a lot of things in those castles, don't they? As well. Yeah. Well, let's move on to one that's uh, become somewhat controversial this week uh, with the gun carriage. So, uh, I believe once again the stat line remains unchanged. Uh, Looks, yeah. Yeah, that does. Uh, we're up to 38 boxes from. Oh, crikey. Up to 22. 38 boxes from 24. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 14 boxes. Pathfinder, still dual attack, um, still got reposition three because it's a, it's actually lost the cavalry. Oh no, sorry, it's still at the cavalry, um, but because reposition is replaced. Um, what was that thing we used to do in Mark Two with cavalry? Uh, re Follow on, uh, uh, ride by attacks. Thank yeah, you. Ride by, yeah. So, um, yeah. Could it could it trample before? It yeah. could. It's actually lost trample and gained right. yeah. line breaker. Yeah. So I noticed that from we'll come on to later. It's the same. Which um, well, it's it's all part of something that um PP have put forth their design ethos for most of the battle engines. And they've said they want the Kador gun carriage to be right up there on the front lines, smashing through the front lines so that 
the other troops can follow on behind in its wake. And giving it line breaker, I mean, you're getting impact attacks off a five inch base. Yep. And they're all boosted to hit. Yep. And you can basically cannon people in the face at point blank range as well. Yeah. Or shoot over them if the big thing's behind it bigger. Yeah. Yeah. This is the big thing though. The heavy cannon have changed from range um, 12 to range 8. eight. Wow. Which really does encourage that. You've got to be in the face. I like that. Because it, it, it removes the idea of hanging it around and having it, like, basically, you're getting a bit worried about sticking it in and you do you, don't you, and instead you're just ramming it down someone's face. Yeah. Or two of them, yeah. Yeah, or two of that. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Or just FAU, aren't they? Two. FA2. Oh, damn. Should be FA2. All of them FA2. Yeah. No, two's good. Do one more, two. Two's fine. Three. So, Four. Other, other than that, it remains unchanged. <laughs> yes. Uh, still got the crater rules on the cannon. Still got momentum on the, uh, the mount. So if something does survive the impact attack... You're slamming it D3 away. Wow. <laughs> Which is just bonkers. Um, and knocked down, so you can shoot it. Excellent. Yeah. Um, still got um, trampling hooves as well, so it can make charge attacks in addition to impact. So I think for 18 points, and with a slight redefinition of the role, and gaining that many damage boxes, I don't think there's too much to complain about there. No, I agree. It's really nice. Really, and you, especially when you start comparing it again, go back to the heavies you're comparing it with. Suddenly, it's it's in there. It's competitive. It's competing for the space. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's doing something slightly different. I mean, because I mean that's eighteen points, and um, that's okay. That that's four points more than a destroyer. But you are getting two shots a turn. You're getting four more boxes. Mm. higher rat and it's getting automatically boosted rolls if it charges in and it destroys gash anyway 14 points they're not what a destroyer really no range 14 power 14 aoe 4 bench rat 4 yeah but you, boost- yeah, but you miss <laughs> <laughs> you miss <laughs> scatters and you've just oh you're just so sad about this um no, I, just don't, I just never like destroyers they were just so bound. They're, like, they're better in Mark Three, being okay. the equivalent of seven points rather than nine. Everything, exactly. in, I think, everything in that role's got better. The bombers are so much better in a, in yeah. a similar role. Yes, they're more expensive, but they also shoot twice and they can boost a hell of a lot more. So, yeah. In, in War Machine, range jacks have become bonkers because they're getting that focus to boost to hit every single yeah. and the, the 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 change that makes over. I think I think ranged heavies across the board. All got better, and it took us all a while to see that. But they have—they're all so much more, they're so much better. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, gun carriage, largely positive. Shiny. I'd play it. If uh, only, we'll, we'll... if only it was in trials. <laughs> was that convincing? Was that convincing? I think that was convincing. Moving no. on. We'll skip over the banes and whatnot because I, I because they're cricks, and we don't yeah. like cricks. Right, we don't. Please, yeah. I don't want to go into that. Um. So next James up, Brown. actually, just James Brown, right? And complain. Okay, moving on. <sighs> next, we have the right my, engine. And get out of my garden. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he in your garden? Well, that's an old in joke. It, it's an old in joke. I thought. Oh, fine. Yeah. So, Wraith engine. Um, stat line 
uh, is unchanged again. I think that's pretty much the case for all of them. Uh, point cost, same. Damage. Got up very slightly. Yep, uh, up from 2024. Um, still Construct, Incorporeal, and Undead. Uh, still got Cleave, still got Dark Shroud, still got Inscrutable. Um, soul Bondage has apparently changed. Soul Bondage destroys, but it says destroyed models. It just, if removed from play, it does not provide a soul token. So it destroys it, but then it also says the destroyed model is, is RFP. That makes no sense. Mm. Yeah, so... It's a way to be worked on there, I feel. Yeah. It, it, it's still largely the same. Uh, I'm guessing that's just going to mean that it's destroyed and can be returned to play now. So um, they'll just delete the last sentence or reword the last sentence, perhaps, because that, that's effectively still saying RFP, although I don't think it means to. Pretty much. Mm. Uh, but the big change is in Unhallowed. So the previous wording was <gasps> while in the command range, other friendly faction models within Corporeal gain plus two armor did not suffer blast damage. This has been altered to while within eight inches of this model, so it's no longer command range, uh, friendly faction undead models gain plus two armor against ranged and magic attacks. That's nice. That's horrible. Yeah, because that's going to move quite an awful lot of things from I can easily kill that with blast damage. Yeah. Who, ah, that's tricky. Or, yeah, because you go from arm 11 up to 13 or 12 to 14 or, yeah, it is. Yeah. And if you're looking at things like, um, say, your brute thralls, they're going up to armor 16, uh, wow. depending on playtest stuff. Even mechanothralls going up to potentially armor 14. Mm. They suddenly become a little bit trickier to get rid of. Bloody um, mechanothralls. And. If you get if you've got an 18 inch don't forget that's effectively what 21 inches across in a bubble because you've got eight inches out of either side a five inch base yeah um yeah it is yeah that's that's a nice change um I think the the, the weapons are pretty much unchanged um yeah I'm yeah. sure I still complain about it I'm sure Quicks will hate it maybe not yeah yeah that's fine yeah so oh, that, oh that, I, I I can see what they're doing now it's <laughs> it's Right, it's the the change to soul bondage will be so that you can use soul bondage to create a machine um, wraith and still cleave. Okay. Because you couldn't originally. Oh, uh, because you weren't destroying something, therefore it, it was cleaved in trigger. It yep. was ah, uh, okay. I think that the wording's not quite come through there, so that, that, that's that's an interesting change. Um, again, not something we'd really seen on the table, but I think when you said a cricks, you can have. You can spend 15 points on this large incorporeal model that can now make your entire force tougher. Yeah. Including, in many cases, plus two armor on your caster. Oh. Yeah. Because it doesn't say non... Um, more caster. Lock and more mm. caster. Doesn't. So Denny, two or three would be, yeah. And actually, it makes their junior that much harder as well. Wow. That's That's got potential. That's 15 got points real is expensive krill, Fifteen points is an expensive krill stone, though, isn't it? But yeah, it is true. Um, but you are getting quite a large area of that, and it's fast, incorporeal, mm, true. and can block out zones. And it's a nicer model than the krill stone unit. It's put <laughs> it's out. There with the little the little woodpecker of negativity. Uh, it is a lovely that, model. That, that was a gigantic wooden fucking spoon, is what that was. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nice. Fuck off. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. It is one of the nicest units in Cricks, and the rest of the ugly, the faction's ugly. So. What Wraith Engine? Okay. Yeah, I really like wow. the Wraith Engine. It's a decent model. It confused me when it came out. I was like, "What the hell is that? <laughs> what? What is it?" So we got more mechanical ghosts. Exactly the reaction you should have to Cricks. Mm, what is that? And why am I going to die from it? Get it the What's fuck away from me! Yeah. The hell is it a monster? Is it Matt? It's probably Matt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, okay, so mm, slightly positive for the uh, for the Wraith engine. It's not a big change, but we'll have to see how that one goes. That that's probably one of the more subtle changes so far. It depends on whether yes. Ricks want uh, plus two armor. Uh, on to the Arcantric Force Generator. Now, the, the first thing that's sort of screaming out at me here is that it's gone up to seventeen points. So, Ben, you're going to have to redo some army lists. Well, by a point, oh, that's just a solace you throw away. <laughs> I mean, that's, you're always a point short these days, and it's always uh, a soulless. Stat line, it's it's lost an armor as well. It's lost, it's lost an armor, but gained carapace. Yep. So. Uh, damage, 24, which is exactly where it was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, construct, gunfighter, pathfinder, yep. Um, carapace, mm-hmm. new plus thing. armor. This model gains plus four armor against free strike damage rolls and ranged attack damage roll. Now, given its position as a sort of mid to backline artillery piece, mm-hmm. which is it's um it's a support unit. That's going to benefit it greatly. Because it means that it's going to be a lot harder for someone to go, Oh right, um I've got a defender on the table. Uh I'm gonna shoot your arcantric generator off the table. Because oh, you can um, see it behind everything. Yeah. It's effectively a plus three armor buff against those kind of things. Which, when, which when you combine it, I mean, it's not necessarily going to want to be in those lists, but if you can imagine combining that with Helena or any of the, you know, that armor feat that she has or anybody with like deflection or it's, it's going to be staying on the table a bit longer. So, yeah. so not necessarily boxers making a difference, but, Definitely the armor will. Uh, one of the big um, text rules-based change as well, focused power. Uh, so now if it uses its movement to aim, gains plus two to range attack damage rolls, that activation. Uh, plus two to hit and plus two damage if it aims. That's nice. Has it still yep. got plus two range as well? Uh, range booster while within two inches of this model. Yeah, so it gains plus two and so does the model next to it as well so a hyperion can reach out 16 with its main gun and 18 with its little guns wow little guns and a crit consume at range 16 uh that's under that's under a snipe caster but so and don't forget it with its plus two if it's um oh it also has uh uh, dual shot was there originally that's fine dual shot and Um, but yeah so if it sacrifices movement to aim it's got Plus two rain, uh, sorry, plus two um, to hit rat. and it's damage and damage. range and extra shot. Getting another shot. Nice. Um, yep, and and then when you've got AOE four attacks with blasted earth, which is the same. Uh, it can go to it's power sixteen or power eighteen as well, depending on whether what it takes. Um, yep. And momentum is still the same, but yep. that that isn't that that is they've made it a better ranged piece. Mm-hmm. You can definitely guarantee that that solo or something that you need to die is is that you can scalp out basically with it. You have to obviously position it 
with, I mean, I, I must admit, I can't envision a list, or unless you get loads of, uh, what are the, what are the jacks where you basically store power and it increases the damage, what the fuck are they called again? Um, manticles? No, uh, no, no, hydras, yeah, if you oh. use hydras or, I mean, they all have guns, so they're all going to benefit at the jacks, but I, I'm mainly seeing it as the colossal booster for, you know, against the anti-infantry list. But there's lots of, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it, it's got some interesting it's, stuff. It's got utility. I, there are lots of people that still hate it, though, and they're still very vocal about lots it. Lots of people that hate a, a potential range 16, power 18 gun that's rat 9. Without anybody boosting it or buffing it before it gets other things added on, yeah. Hmm. And which can slam small and medium bases. Yeah, and knock down large. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. It yeah, just... a lot of people don't like their warjacks being knocked down, if I'm honest. It doesn't... The problem is, is it just doesn't fit into the ADR casters that are currently out there, or the casters that are primarily being used in retribution in tournament lists. Because... Uh, and that's that's the only beef people have got. So... But the thing is, once you release more theme forces and once you kind of you mix, you mix up the ADR a bit more, it potentially what? moves into the rotation, and I think that's that that's what this has to do. No, you're still going to have to cut it out for an extra unit of halberdiers <coughs> now with that new theme force. <laughs> oh, that theme force. What not, what, not yet more sentinels? No, 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 no. Have you not seen the new theme forces for Retribution? I haven't got theme forces, no. All right, that's another podcast. God. You can have three, three to I think it's three units of max strength halberdiers on the mid le- on the midpoint line. They get advanced move. Uh, you can have them shield warded uh, on the halfway line on turn one. It's horrible. That's yeah, certainly going to be interesting in the new SR. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so uh, Arcadric Fortune Rater again. Little bit of a buff. Yeah. Uh, I'm falling asleep looking at the next one. It's all right. It's a short podcast this evening. It's fine. It hasn't Transfin- changed. We're, we're going to vote. This one hasn't changed. No one cares anyway. I don't think the Transfinite Emergence Projector actually has changed. It's got a silly name. It sprays everywhere. We're done. You, you beat me to that. I was already with silly name. No, this hasn't changed. Doesn't look like it's changed. Um, it's no, it wasn't. It wasn't going to change because I yeah. think it's. Just, I think yeah, that was one of the last ones they came up with, so they were pretty much not going to do. Because it's stupid anyway. It is an anti-infantry mulcher, and that's it. I, I, I could move on to my one now. Yeah. yeah, do that. Do that. Yeah. It shits out mini dwarfs. <laughs> mini, mini dwarfs. How smaller they can they get? <laughs> Sorry. Hobbits. Uh, Hobbit. So yes, we're on the hammerfall. Oh no! It, it shits out Kev Bryant. That's a little <laughs> oh, don't. It's all right. He doesn't um, listen to War Machine podcasts anymore. It's so. gone down a point in cost. It's what, Kev Bryan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk about the uh, the topic for this evening, but you know, if, if you want to be the funniest one liner you've made in quite a while, that. Sorry. Yeah, I Moving on. I love Kev. Uh, <laughs> the Hammerfall Siege Crawl has gone down a point in cost. It has gained many, many, many boxes. It's gone up from 24 to 40. Is that the highest 40? I think it is, isn't it? I think it may well be, mm. uh, which is, quite frankly, insane, but okay. Um, still got Construct, still got Pathfinder, 
Um, still got bulldoze, dual attack, yeah. roadblock. It's gained reinforcements. So during your maintenance phase, return to play D3, small-based, friendly Rulik Grunts to play. Mods return with one unmarked damage box, placed in completely within command range, in formation, and completely within three inches of another model in the unit. Good and they must, they must Good forfeit ask. their combat action this turn. What, what is the fluff supporting that? Are they coming out of it? Is it? Are they hiding inside? Is they it are literally... It literally is a small dwarfish incubator. Is it, a la- is it a land raider, basically? And there's like 20, <laughs> yeah. 20 dwarfs crammed yeah. into a land raider. Yeah, it's supposed to be an APC. It is yeah. essentially think, an APC. Think more Leviathan. Yeah. Oh. GW Leviathan, if it was made by midgets. My rattlings. No, hang on. Oh. No. The, the original um, GW Leviathan was uh, based off the squat land train. Uh, no, it came out first, I think. The Leviathan no, came out the, the, first, the, and everything else got the fluff thing of it. was it was borrowed from the Squat Land Train, wasn't it? It, it, it retrospect, they did that retro, but yes, yeah. it came out before yeah. it came out first, I think. Fine, yeah, but, uh, but, but yeah. they basically just became mobile cathedrals, giant fucking cathedral city cathedrals. That's well, that's the Capital Imperial. You're thinking Capital Imperialis, I think. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I swear because. They were pretty fucking huge by the end. Well, the Capital Imperialis was. Leviathan was the same size as the the squat. I thought Leviathan was a class. No. Leviathan class crawlers. No. No. Specific. It was the it was the armored thing. It wasn't the Capital Imperialis was the very big thing that. Yeah, I know that one. Tanks and stuff. But I'm just going to check this out because. And the squat one had a gyrocopter spotter with it as well. It was especially squat one that came out a bit later. Well, if you're as old as me, it came out later. I think yes. it is a class because there you go, um, there's the GW Leviathan. Just so you're not confused over what we're talking about. One second. This is the thing that's in final. Liberty. Yeah, that's exactly what I've got with my mic. Yeah. Yeah. Where have you put and it? Was a, and then there was a squat the kind of version of it called what was the squat thing called? Not a Cyclops. What was it called? Um, but it had a, it had a landing pad on the back, and it was I had tons of them. Um, but that came out earlier. Yeah, I, that is the one I remember as well. But they weren't. They weren't just. It wasn't just a single piece. They 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 were a, a class of vehicle. There was a level of customization to them later, I think, because um, there was one in the Sabbath campaign as well. Um, anyway, yes, I see what you mean about them having infantry inside and therefore being in the middle of the table. Yes. Yeah. Um, now going to the um, yeah. Although yeah, it, it seems cool with it, it, its numbers, D three a turn returning to units. It's more like a Land Raider, isn't it? It's yeah, there we go. Size. Here we go. One sec. The Squats had Colossus and Cyclops variations, but so, the that's what it was. was the Imperial one. Yeah, but they and they made out it came from the Squats, but that happened afterwards. Yeah, after they were wiped out. No, no, before that. When the Squat right. armies all came out for Epic and they had the, the Cyclops and the Colossus, the Colossus were amazing. Um, they, they made out the Leviathan was made by the Squats. And the Tyranids are all the Squats. Tasty, tasty squats. They're only a light lunch. No wonder they kept on going. Anyway, we've just set back the... Oh, too much games for, for the moment. Although, uh, to be honest... Oh, oh, come on. Games, we'll, we'll come on to it later. Any other business for yeah. Games Workshop? Well, we'll do that in any other business, because quite frankly... Yeah, I'm yeah. there. There's tons um, of any other business for Games Workshop. Yeah, I, I think with the immense amounts of boxes this has gained, plus the fact it now reinforce, it reinforces things like Hammer Dwarves and uh, the, the Dwarf uh, Mages, um, yeah, that's kind of useful. It's not a bad cannon. It's not, yeah, it's just good. It's, yeah, it, it's got um, a single D3 plus one gun and the two Siege Breaker cannons, which against Colossals 
and also against the hopefully more prevalent battle engines with the extra die of damage. Um, yeah, suddenly that's got a bit more potential. It's not going to die easily, is it? Nope. Armor 20 in 40 boxes. Y you're going to have to put some effort in there. That's. Um, Can you buff its armor with, with um, squat casters? I can't think of any. I don't know their stats well enough. Uh, no, I don't think there's any way to buff the armor. Um, I think you could do it temporarily with um, Osram, perhaps? Although with armor 20 and 40 boxes, you could charge it with a heavy and it'll still stand at the end of it again. Yeah, oh, Osram on feet turn, it's armor 23. It's, it's a mini colossal. It is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it is. We're done here. It's going to make people sad. We're done. You, you, you just you just read that down. It just no. It just it, it might not make it past COD in that format. I I think it has to to make it playable. <sighs> Why not thirty eight then? It can lose a couple of boxes. Yeah, that's fine. I, I I think in all honesty, I think they want it to have really more armor than the war wagon. More wounds. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. And the dwarfs need more survivability, but I don't see this problem. I mean, you could, I mean, you charge it in with something you really wanted to kill it with, something that was that could hit it hard and repetitively and a lot. It will die. Yeah, but you have to, you have to make sure you kill it. You have to put that effort into killing it. With, with with a single heavy, it becomes slightly dicey to take it out yeah. at that point, unless you yeah. can like, put some debuff on it or whatever. <laughs> so I, I don't think it's out of the out of this world, but. Um, I think it, it, I, I would take that now occasionally. It's become interesting. Yeah, it's a fairly short list of things that could confidently remove it. Yeah. yeah. Should we move on to Kurt's favourite thing? Yay! Yeah, we'll only spend a minute or so on it. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. I'm not, it's fine. Carry on. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, going up to uh, the, the war wagon for trolls, obviously now moved on to hordes because. We've exhausted all the war machine. Uh, we have, uh, yes, Trollkin War Wagon, uh, up to 38 boxes from, again, 24. Yeah. So an extra 14 boxes. Uh, it's dropped a pointing cost. Nice. Um, it's same stats, um, Cavalry Construct Pathfinder. Um, it, it's had very similar changes to the War Wagon, to the, um, the, the well, what was, oh, I forgot what it's called now, K-Door one. Yep, it's it's lost its trample, yep. gained line breaker, and also gained shooting gallery. It had line breaker before, I think. Uh, oh no, you're right. It did have line breaker before. It's just this, lost. This is, the, this is probably the only one I know the stats of well. So <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, no shooting gallery is replacing um, replacing trample. That's interesting. So shooting gallery. Uh, this model gains plus two to range attack rolls against models within five inches of it. Yeah. Um, with a spray eight, that gets quite tasty quite quickly. Doesn't it? Quite like yeah, it. Really, really, really does. Um, I mean, you've also got um, it less useful for the pounder. Yeah, um, very much. Yeah, but that's still pretty much intact. Uh, yep, five inch arcing fire quake. Its, <sighs> its range is not as effective as it was in Mark II because you used to be able to trample it with fast strike on it, so you could trample it um, ten inches. And then you could um, shoot it sixteen, no, or fourteen. I think you could. I think it was range ten, and then it was you could add four inches with with, with fast strike. You can't fast strike it now, obviously, because yeah. fast strike is self um, under Mark Three. So you, it's kind of split the difference to give it twelve. I think. Yeah, you you can still knock down something in effective what twenty one and a half inches away. Because uh, you've got a seven inch move. 
Yeah. A twelve inch fire. Yeah. And then something two and a half inches back from that. Oh, what do you mean? I see what you mean then, yeah. Yeah. So True. yeah, being able to hit down hit, knock down something twenty one and a half inches away is not inconsiderable. No. Um it's still got momentum, it's still got trampling hooves. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I really like it. I like it a lot. Um I, I will miss the trample. I'll mm-hmm. be honest, because that was one thing that uh, not that I've played um played it at Wallwagon and Mark III at all, but I used to really enjoy the fact that you could just it would come off the table at ten inches a turn shooting. Um all the way, which was lovely, but um, so it's slightly slower, but it's got reposition now, so mm, yeah, it, it's just, it's the rules have changed around, so it still moves 10 inches if you want to, or it can move and then duck back in slightly sideways or to cut to stand in front of other things. Um, I like it a lot, it's well, making me want to put it on the table. There is the potential there now for it to advance, spray a decent little corridor of infantry with its um spray and shooting gallery use the pounder to then knock down a target that you've then exposed reposition it to the side and then go right my heavy's there got a nice clear charge lane on a knockdown model or i've now got a really good line of sight to the with the bomber to something i've knocked down yeah, yeah. same sort of thing yeah it's um you're right it's, it's got i mean the arcing fire is nice with the track with the charging in if you charge you charge in uh, and have the trampling hooves and shoot way yeah. over those into something and way in the backfield it's quite a nice one as well um, it, it's got a lot more options all of a sudden the, the survivability is what really makes it stand out I mean effective armor 21 is it, with 38 boxes is nice I mean for you that's more boxes than any of your heavies yeah way more Which it's, it's more boxes than every heavy anyway because maximum is 38 36 on any heavy yeah. um, but um, and that's only really the beer moth really, isn't it but um, yeah, 38 is, is way more than a heavy it's cost that's Slightly cheaper than a bomber, so that's a really nice place for it to be. Yeah, yeah, because two points fewer than a bomber, two points more than a mauler. So yeah, there's a very different job to a mauler. It's hard to compare it to a mauler, but it's similar to cheaper than Dozer, Dozer and Smig. Yeah, I can say it's Dozer and Smig is its nearest points, and because it's range shooty and arcing fire and stuff, but that it's much more survivable than Dozer and Smig. Yeah, um, yeah, I um, and you could still take what's his face and heal it, um, the mechanic guy, if you really wanted to, to try and patch it up now and then, but. Don't know whether it wouldn't. That was always my plan when he was announced. You don't feel you need to anymore. No, is no. the thing because you know it can probably survive a round or two. Well, especially if you start running it with someone like um Gumbion and selling that gun's range sixteen, moving yeah. seven inches. It's got a lot more potential. Just the survivability alone gives it so much more potential. Yeah, and I think that is the big thing for this whole redesign ethos. Just making it so they stick around on the table and they actually feel like an obstacle, rather than. Oh, yeah, there's a battle engine. Oh, I guess I'll take it out. Yeah. Now it's something you've actually got to go, okay, if I want to take it out, I have to put resources in, which for 16, 17, 18 point models is only right. I do think, I like, shooting Gary is really interesting in a way, and, and they've done it on both, both the Kador as well as the Wallwagon. It, it, you're right. Uh, what, shooting you, you've never, not on the Kador one. Oh, is it not? I thought no. it was. All right. Are they getting line breaker? We've seen that before. Yeah, it's game line breaker. So, I mean, shooting Gary's really interesting in the sense that it's a way to buff, you were dead right, a way to buff the scattergun without buffing the pounder, making the pounder insane. Yeah. Because pounder's still about five, and you've got to, yeah, that's hard to hit things with that. But suddenly, scattergun's about seven most yeah. of the time. Nice. And if, if you, you know, if you're a little bit bogged down, um, as long as you're not engaged, I believe, you can still aim and go, you know what? It's a rat nine gun. Let's see what it does. Um, 
Thought it could, it's, thought it could shoot whilst engaged, or could it not now? It can shoot while engaged, but I don't think it can aim while engaged. Oh, I see. Right. So we'll get letters nice. if I'm wrong. And I think, yeah, it sounds sensible. So, cool. So, much better place for you? Much. Much, much, much. I miss, yeah. I miss having mine on the table because I'm very, I'm very happy with how mine turned out. I'm really. Yeah, don't know, don't know what list and with whom. I don't know. Oh, there's, with the new theme list, which we're on, obviously not going to talk about today, but it fits in the new theme list. It's being mooted as well. Fair enough. Okay. Um, next up, oh, we have rules bloat the model. Yeah. Luckily, uh, without massive amounts of different things, isn't it? Uh, so uh, the Celestial Fulcrum is the next one up. It's still 19 points. Um, still same stats. Uh, it goes up from 20 boxes to 30. That's significant. Yeah. Uh, still got Construct, the three immunities, and Pathfinder. Still got Circular Vision. Uh, Fury it's, it's all the Pardon? same, isn't it? Isn't it pretty much the same? No, Fury Generator has become Fury Bank. Oh. Um, so Fury Generator, it used to gr- gain one Fury point at the start of each control phase, have up to three points at any time. And could use that to boost attack and damage. Uh, now it now it operates more like the cruel stone. You have to put fury into yes. it in the castle. Right, interesting. Um, so it can have up to three fury points on it, and it can use those to boost attack or damage, which is interesting. But it I also can means feel the hate already. Ah, but originally it could only ever gain one. Now turn one. If you've got three spare fury points, you can just chuck them on there. Which you would, yeah. And. And that makes it infinitely more useful because you can just start pounding stuff with it. Um, it's got a gun platform, same as it used to, uh, yep. and it's gained two new abilities. So you have Power of the Stones. During your control phase, this model can leech fury from friendly faction construct models within five inches. That's nice. Yeah, that's pretty tasty. That means you can start running your constructs that little bit hot and you'll be fine. Um, obviously, you know, it's, I believe, does it have, still have the limit of three? Yes, this model can yeah, have yeah, three to yeah. at any time. So mm-hmm. it's still limited to three, but still, that's a nice touch. Uh, it's also got veteran leader black clad, which um, mentally doesn't make much sense, but fine. Um, while in this model's command range, other friendly black clad models gain plus one to attack rolls. Yeah, I can't yeah. see how that works, really. Because <laughs> your black clad solo is miles away. Well, this is the thing. It's not just your black clad solos. With the stone it's, unit's got a black clad leader, hasn't it? It's all of your... It, it's the new cavalry models they're getting. It's oh. most of your casters. It's your druids. Are they black clad as well? Yes. Oh, black clad, of course they are, yeah. Okay, yeah. Black clad covers an awful lot of the faction. Um, so, for instance, um, the Baldurs, Bradigus, uh, the Stone UA is a black card, isn't it? The, the Kyers, uh, Krugers, Mosar, Morvana, uh, Tanith, Una, they are all black clads. In fact, the only ones that aren't are Wormwood, Chromac, and Grail. Wow. So, plus one to hit. Now, bearing in mind there's people like um, Tanith, who can potentially do spell assassinations, giving her plus one to your attack rolls. Tasty. Yeah. So if you see this, kill it. It's not spells, it's not melee, it's not ranged, it's everything. And that's the key thing. So if you see this, best kill it. Yeah. That just makes... It's it's, it's almost like mini Eye of Menoth within five inches, which it's not crazy, but it's real useful. 
and it makes the slightly underused druid models for Mark III quite a threat again. True, yeah. Um, Come so, on, 10. That's a big bubble again, going back to the same maths again, isn't it? It's a big bubble. Uh, yes. Uh, absolutely huge bubble, actually. Yeah. That's uh, well, 20, 25 inches across. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, that's 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 a nice range. Um, oh, God. The weapons, I believe... So, Flame Blast uh, is the same stats. Um, yeah, it's lost smoke on the Flame Blast, so it doesn't leave the AoE in play as a, 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 as a cloud. Yeah. Uh, Lightning Bolt is the same. Just the changes in how Leap works, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Winter's Rage... Uh, Spray 10, stationary, that looks the same. Sure. Pretty much. Yeah, that looks pretty much the same. Um, cool. So actually going from me reading it going, it looks the same, to there's actually a significant change there. Yeah. Veteran Leader, Power of the Stones, and uh, Fury Bank. Huge changes. Huge. Um, More fluffy, though. More fluffy, I like it. Yeah, and it really encourages people to put black clouds on the table again. Mm. which, yeah, I think that's quite a nice model for Circle now. Still a little on the expensive side, still 19 points, um, but at the same point, it's 19 points that he's actually doing something. Nice. So, 19 points kind of puts it in the, the range of their other heavies, so it's a little bit more survivable now, now, I suppose. A little bit? That's a hell of a lot more survivable than any other thing else in Circle, isn't it? Apart from Megalith himself. Yeah, it, it's, it's as survivable as the stone ones, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at a point less than Megalith, but a hell of a lot more interesting than it used to be. Because what it used to be was not... I don't think it was player, but I've come across that one. Yes. Benj, any thoughts? Good. Yeah, it's Circle. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Sorry, I, I don't play Circle. What's the Circle? I'd like to play Circle, I just can't paint Druids. Benj, it sounds like we've just woken you up from you falling asleep on your desk. Uh, maybe. <coughs> no, 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 I'm good. Everything's good. <laughs> Mike, do you want me to find the uh, picture of, of Benji's sleep on desk and we'll put it in with the show notes? <laughs> I've got that picture somewhere. Excellent. Um, I had more, I had more hair then. Only a little bit. Okay. Good. Fair enough. Um, uh, next up, which they've done in the wrong order. I was expecting to go to Legion, but no, they've gone to Scorn. Um, we Tentacle have... Monster. Pardon? Oh, I thought we were doing Legion. No. It's gone. No. Uh, it's the Anamantarax. Uh, the Siege Anamantarax. Yes. Applying so, there will be 26 other types of Anamantarax. So up from 24 boxes to 35. Uh, up a point as well. Dear God, the Anamantarax getting more expensive. What's going on? <laughs> what because you world? can't just give scorn things. You've got to take stuff away as well. Otherwise, the no. world ends. Um. Stats are unchanged, still cavalry, still pathfinder. Um, still got the beast special rule. Uh, still cantankerous. Is that the same as it? I wasn't sure if I had that or not. Um, Gains of speed. Yeah. Been raised tokens of boost. That's still pretty much the same. Dual right. attack. Yeah. Uh, trample, reposition. Oh, it's still, oh, I see. It still gets trample. I see. Right. Apart from the cavalry models that don't get trample, it gets trample. You do realize it's cavalry, right? Kind of, it's a big <laughs> beast. But it thing, literally yeah. has the cavalry keyword on there. I can see that, but so have I. So my, so my things. Uh, I'm just saying. 
it, yeah. it's still cavalry. Um, the Reaver, still D3 plus one, range 12, power 13. Um, still got volume fire. Still rubbish. I'm, I'm not seeing... <laughs> still rubbish. Um, you've got the spear... <sighs> Yeah, which it's also still now, I, I'm I'm uncertain as to what it's saying here because it says spear two times left and right. Does that one mean side. does that mean there's two each side or one each side? One each side. Because if so, that's still meh. Um, meh it's beyond meh. Range two, PNS fifteen. Uh, oh, actually, that's Harder, that's gone up. Yeah, it has definitely. It's like 12 or something before, isn't it? Uh, PS 11. Oh, I got wait, no, that, wait, that independent you... attack. What? That look, this is it. Okay. Now, that's a typo because it says this attack has base strength 6, base power 5, and PNS 11. They've just put PNS 15 on the line as a mistake because that's a holdover from the mount lower down. <laughs> uh Club Tail has Crit Smite. Has this changed at all? Genuinely, has this changed at all apart <laughs> from the boxes? Scene, but it, it looks disappointing, so it looks possibly the same. Oh, They've made more points and just given it some boxes. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Discord players. <laughs> I was told it was playable. I've heard that as well. Um, I, quite I see mean, where. It, it probably is. You can target it with medica medicate options. Um, um, uh, yeah, you're struggling there. Um, um, it's scorn. It's just scorn. That's what scorn is. I don't I'm, do scorn. I, you don't play scorn. This I, is the problem. Whenever we get to scorn, our mind just goes, yeah, and. Alex used to play scorn, but Alex didn't turn up. So what No, we after, we, after we rearranged this to a weekend, because he asked us nicely. Yes. Um, I, I may not make weekends an option in next month's uh, poll for when we're doing the podcast. But I concur. I would support that decision. I would literally vote for you in any form of election if that was the case. Even for a penny in the pound. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. I just need to get to politics. Moving away now. Yeah, no. Oh, please, no. there's an election coming. No! Benj, not on the podcast. Come on. We're all doomed. <laughs> um, yeah, scorn. Largely the same. I'm going to move on because I don't care. That's uh, good. Then. About scorn. <laughs> I, I have made my opinions known about Scorn for a long time. I do not care for their aesthetic. I don't care about the fact that's. That... Um, and while I like to disagree with you on principle, I totally agree. Yeah, I like I like their aesthetic apart from the beast. I thought you could say you like big butts and you cannot lie. That too, I do like big butts. There you go. Other brothers uh, can't deny. <laughs> You've ever heard the orchestral version of that? It is super. <laughs> And it, it is, uh, was it Sir Mix-a-Lot in front of an orchestra as it's doing it? It's just so have good. You, I'll, I'll heard, see if I can find it. Have you heard of the uh, the, the back version of uh, All Star? It's amazing. Orchestral score. Good. No? Yeah, you, you, uh, it's funny. I've um, seen the Star Wars version of All Star. But anyway. There's, there's many versions of All Star. I feel we're moving away here. Where? Uh, it's not. We're on, it's not Wait, we're on the throne of other blight. Oh, it's tentacle. It's it's legion, and um, I care slightly more. Really? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, marginally more than I do about yeah, Antrax. Antrax has always been a joke. Point yeah. cost down by two. Ooh, it's a good start. Don't don't uh, say the joke thing in front of Chris Cawthorn. He might kill you with it. Like the ad, he loved it. He, he can. He does do well. He used to do very well with it. So he would yeah. try and kill me with it if 
we both turned up to play War Machine at the same time at the same place, which doesn't happen in a very long time. Uh, you might turn up at your house with it and just poke you with it. It could do that. It's, it's with my busy. current job applications, I may well end up in the same city as he is. So, Weird. there we go. We'll discuss that later, though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's gone up from 24 boxes to 36, so 12 points of damage. Um, its stats are unchanged, still got flight. Uh, flight. That's <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, it appears to have lost Bone Picker. Um, which is where it gained corpse tokens. Okay. Which is interesting, I guess. Uh, Circular Vision is still on there. Uh, oh, Death Feast has gone away as well. So, yep, because it no longer can no longer collect corpses. Death Feast, which allowed it to um, regenerate um, using corpse tokens, that's gone away. Fine. I'm guessing it didn't have Necrophage before. Uh, it did. Real... It did? Oh, well, wow. Yep. I thought I'd be replacing it. Okay. Uh, the feeding has also gone away because, again, no corpse tokens to boost attack or damage rolls, which is okay. Wow. Uh, magic ability seven. It's it's gained ice cage, which is interesting. I'm I'm not entirely sure that's useful because of the weapons it's got, which you'd be sacrificing for that. But we'll, we'll get to that part. Uh, ice cage for those who don't know, it's a range ten uh, attack that gives a cumulative minus two death for the turn, and if three hit. The model becomes stationary. So at some it's, point, it, 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 a grey lord is what you're saying. Yeah, it basically a, a Turnian unit. Yeah, mm. um, it's still got spine burst, still got frostbite. They're unchanged. It gains snacking, which is just a more immediate version of what it used to have. So now that mm. you don't have corpse tokens hanging around, you just eat something and regenerate. Uh, it's gained a tentacle. <laughs> Which are still range two, power five, PNS sixteen, are still chain weapons with chain strike, so they're range four. Nice. Um, I actually think just making this two points cheaper and giving it an extra attack is pretty decent. Oh, how Winter's Grip has been changed to Ice Cage. It didn't didn't it didn't just gain Ice Cage. It had something called Winter's Grip, which I can't remember what that was. Uh, no, not on this card. Uh, that's what the notes say. It was called Winter's Grip. I think uh, Winter's Grip may have been on the first version in CID. Ah, uh, okay. So, it, so maybe, maybe, it was a, maybe it was near as damn it Ice Cage, so they went, hang on, just yeah. call it this. Looking at the current version that is in the game, uh, it only has Frostbite and Spine Burst. Right, okay. So uh, Winter's Grip was probably something that came along as a, as a first version in CID. I can't have ever heard of Winter's Grip anywhere else. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I, I think they've actually just plane made it better. Yes, you lose the ability to boost, um, but it, that puts it back into being an infantry mulcher. It's just there at mat 7 to go into infantry and go, I will have that one, that one, that one, and that one. And it can even go into medium bases and just tear them apart as well at power 16. True, yeah. Uh, which seems a bit redundant in Everlight, if I want to. Um, a huge base. Yeah. Can it be brought back under Fag's feet still? Or is it... beast. No, but he used to be able to. Uh, he used to be able to bring back the Angelius Angel Angel. Angelius, yeah. no, the big one too. Not this. This is it was only that's war beasts. It's always been war beasts, isn't it? I think. Yes, I, I swear. Is only war beasts. Oh, okay. Which obviously right at the beginning was like the scariest thing it could bring back was the Carnivian. And he went, that was pretty bad. And then it goes, no wait, I can bring this back as well. Oh, and this, and this. That's pretty bad. No wait, hold my beer. Yes, <laughs> I'll be back in a moment. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, two points off. 
More boxes. Killed infantry. I'm still not sure it sees an awful lot of play, but no. I think I think it's in a position where it could. I just think it's always been a bit redundant. I know that, I know that has had uses in some of the theme lists uh, in, in Mark II, but it just seems a little bit redundant. I just don't see it has a use in Legion myself, but that's just, yeah. At armor 20 and 36 boxes, it's actually hardy enough to possibly hold a zone. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. Because I think some of the other war beasts might start having problems, um, given the new versions of um, Steamroller coming out. We can wait and see, um, but yeah, I think 36 boxes, armor 20, that's better than any of their beasts. If you can stick some sort of buff on it as well, it suddenly becomes a very hard target. But yeah, but yeah I, I, th- I think you're possibly right. It might be redundant, but we'll see. Oh, next one may be relevant to you, but you're more pig-focused. It's the <laughs> Sorry, it just sounded funny. Some of the things Wait, we said tonight, you, out of context, you, are funny. You say I'm pig-focused. My pigs are on loan at the moment for quite a while. I know. To, to a man who likes playing Arcadius to just have infinite threat range. You, I take them away and you can play them against the Signal if you really want to. No, 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 no. That's, that's no, no, right. it's fine. I, I can no, take them no, right no, now. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Wake me up. Wake me up when all this horde stuff is done. Oh, my oh God. you were so sad, Ben. It's half the fucking game. <laughs> oh, you should have seen some of the comments about the Grimkin piggyback riders. They're so funny. People are so salty. Why? Because they just say that they don't fit the aesthetic of the game. Why? Oh, because. because... The, whole, the whole thing about the Grimkin is they are meant to be the folk tales and nightmares Oh, you don't have to tell me. Flesh. You know, George, on that on that same debate, trolls don't fit the aesthetic of the game. Really? I mean, I like they are all right with trolls. They the aesthetic of hordes, but they are the comedy orcs of hordes. <laughs> comedy. They're more intelligent. No, seriously, than orcs. If, if, you, if you go back and look at the um, like second edition 40k orcs with their yep. the, the bright colours and holding mm. random bits of kit, yep. that kind of orc. They are the, mm. the weird and slightly odd. Yeah, I, I like to generally avoid that. I, I totally have to agree with the comparison, but I didn't really like to avoid that because I didn't. I did briefly own those Mark II trolls, uh, oh, second edition trolls. Uh, um, see, I've got me doing it now, orcs. But I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of orcs in general, and uh, I do love my trolls, and I do yeah. see them as different. But aesthetic-wise, they are a weird slant. I know they're right from the beginning, and it's something that Matt Wilson was drawing before the game existed and was well, creating they, way before. They're kind of really weird, especially if, uh, only having painted a couple of trolls, but I have painted where you get halfway through pointing through paintings to think, go, is this model holding a string of sausages? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or a pig. Yes, and you suddenly have to like reevaluate the whole thing and just go, what, what the hell is this? Why I is mean, this I'm character this... going into war carrying a pig? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It, trolls. Uh, I love trolls. They're just trolls. The, the aesthetic of War Machine is incredibly varied, if you're going to look at it like that. You can't yep. be reductive. I mean, even within War Machine, you go right from the ramshackle, patched-up bits of mercenaries to the super-technological convergence of Sirius, which bear almost no resemblance to each other, but people don't say that they, those don't fit in the same game world because there is a logical piece of... 
text to back up why they would coexist. I don't think people would care about Grunkin if it wasn't for Malifaux. It's the fact that it starts to look like Malifaux. I think um, you've actually got a very valid point there. That's what it is. It's This looks like Malifaux, therefore it's not War Machine. Whereas if you have no comparison... Because Malifaux is the only thing like that that we've ever seen that I can think of um, where you're playing in Dreamscape, effectively, um, or kind of. Then, um, yeah, without I mean, that... I think that there have been... <sighs> There have been some comparative bits, but they're in other genres. So you've got uh, what is it, the, the weird World War Two ones where you've kind of got oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Nazis mixed with Cthulhu. Spider that's, tanks. That, that's yeah. one of them. Then you've got the sort of the 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 outlandish versions of the Wild West where it mixes your know, cowboys with robots and magic, and they're their own thing as well. Um, so you do have some similar aesthetics but you're right Malifaux's the only one that's really said yeah we're going to have this sort of this group who are going to be the people who are uh, protecting the laws and uh, the, the, the super sort of judicial characters but then these guys are going to have a massive teddy bear who just eats things well, and and it, it's so disparate and odd and you're right the aesthetic is similar um, and it probably is putting a couple of people off, but in fairness, I look at Scorn and their aesthetics put me off. I don't really? like Scorn. I've never liked Scorn right from the very beginning. I, at I all. think I think this is this is the big thing with a game like this when you have that number of varied factions. There are always, if it's properly designed, there are always factions that you are going to look at and glom onto instantly and go, yes. I want to play that. There are also going to be other factions who you look at and go, what is this? So I've always liked I've always liked religious fanatics. So I have quite a sizable Menoth army. Yeah, the trolls caught my well. I bought I've probably told the story more than once on this podcast. I bought oh, the original Hordes Mark One book, and I bought the Legion box set and Thagrosh. And I went away on holiday. On holiday, read the original fluff in the original first Mark One uh, rule book, and then dragged my it was on the honeymoon actually dragged my wife across Wales trying to find a place to buy trolls. Because the fluff alone <laughs> sold me on trolls. You know, I heard that story. No. Yeah. yeah. Dragged it down to Swansea to find a shop to go and buy some trolls. And what I was like, I must own these. They're so cool. I want them. So that's what I did. And that was the start of trolls. And that's a uh, ridiculous number of years ago now. Um, and this, that's like the month after it came out. That was the May. It was, it was a bit... It was a bit like me when I looked at the game for the first time and got. I've been out of miniatures gaming for years at this point. And the first time I looked at... said so that the squat kind of you know menacing figure of the uh, the juggernaut and the destroyer and my mind just flicked back to the blood angels dreadnought and just went i have to have these and i remember looking at i remember looking at it when it was earlier than that i remember somebody having had the box sets just selling it on the side kind of thing or in the back of a games workshop and i remember seeing the metal box set the kdor box set and kind of going yeah I like those kind of this those kind of roboty things and stuff yeah i'll come back to this at some point i don't not right now i'm busy playing 40k but i maybe at some point and then pretty much it was generated by which we'll come back to probably at the end i thought of the podcast um driven by um, my army's being made illegal by codex changes and me going oh i don't want to repaint this and repaint that jump both feet into something completely new yeah anyway we, sh- we should probably get on with the last two legends. Mm. Oh, okay. oh i want to make this a short show uh, yeah. Tough luck, sunshine. It's already past eleven o'clock. Um, <laughs> can we just? Can we just? No. Just tell no, people the stats no. and just go yay no. or nay. Right. So sacral vault then. Same points cost. 
uh, stat line is is actually increased. So we've got uh, up from rat five to six, and the rest of the stats the same. Still, construct, Isle of Sight, uh, gunfighter, and pathfinder. Uh, still got uh, soulstorm, which is just tremendous. <laughs> um, so soul taker. Um, we've still got that. Gets its D3 soul tokens if it doesn't have any. Yeah. Uh, can hold it to five soul tokens at any time and can spend them for the following. So uh, still got Arcane Vortex, which just... Ugh. Nice. Um, and Strength of Death. Um, it can, yeah, it can still use souls to uh, tackle damage for each one spent. Uh, ah, then you've got its gun. So the gun itself, range twelve. Oh, it's gone from D three shots to one. Ah, but, and it's power yeah. thirteen. Uh, but it's got reload two. Yeah. So it can spend souls to reload, which, mm, depending on how much you're killing, yeah. can be quite useful. Actually, it's yeah. it's more. You, actually, you can plan for it more than you can. Um, True. Three, because if it's just D three and you roll a one, oh well, you're done. Reload two, you've always got a chance to go. Actually, I'll take a second shot. True. Yeah. Um, it looks like uh, Deathly Domination has changed. Uh, what did it do before? Ah, so it looks like the requirement to have a soul to spend has gone away. So the old one. Um, was if it boxed a living or undead, non-warcaster, non-warlock, enemy warrior model, you could spend a soul token to take control ah, of it and make right. a full advance and basic attack. No, it's free. Um, and it wasn't targetable by free strikes. Um, now, it looks it's like a... you just get that with yep. that soul. So... But you have to spend souls to extra shots, so there's a bit of a balance there. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that is fair. But again, it's that whole thing of you can now always make the three if you've got the souls. Yep. So, yeah, there's potential. Uh, one thing that I missed out on here that I have done for every other one, it was 22 damage boxes, now 32. Um, I mean, being as people liked this one already, I don't see these as huge changes. Um, I think potentially that, that how devastating or dominating, what's the right word, this has always been good for sticking in the middle and going, come at me, because infantry would just duff, die and flail as they charged into it. Yeah, um, because it had Soulstorm. It was always had it, so yeah. Um, but now it's harder to kill. I mean, you're still going to put heavy into it, it's going to remove it, but... Yeah. You, you, again, you go back to the same as we've already said several times before. If you put serious energy into killing it, it's going to die. If you don't, you're going to do half a job, but it's going to be sit there last. Yes. Yeah. It's. I don't think its damage output is going to be increased, I think, it, but it is more predictable. I think scenario plays becomes more so because, again, just because infantry can't touch it. Single wing yeah. infantry can't touch it. Yeah, so I, I think, though, probably it's it's a little bit better or, in the new meta, maybe about as powerful as it was. Yeah, that sounds realistic. Yeah. Any thoughts from you, Ben? Or are you just asleep by now? I never faced the crap carriage in Mark II, so... <laughs> what? Um... I saw people like Sackle Vault Benj. Yeah, that one. Um, I, <laughs> Crab carriage. I saw people get very angry at it. Yeah, um, yeah. And that was about all I knew of it, really. And um, this this still sounds pretty horrible. Yep. 
So yeah. So uh, meet Thrasher and we're done. It's good. Yes, yes we are. So oh, whew, down from nineteen points to sixteen. This is very attractive. This one. That's big. Uh, twenty. Uh, sorry, twenty-four boxes up to thirty-six. Yep. Mm, that's manageable. Um, still the same stat line. Still construct pathfinder. Bulldoze. Yeah. Still got bulldoze. Uh, still got dual attack. It's ooh. It's gained exhaust fumes. So when this model advances during its normal movement for one round, while within three inches of this model, other friendly fraction models gain concealment. Nice. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Oh God! If you got some of the um the ones that can dig in as well, actually no, dig in. Uh, they just get that that cover. They get cover from the game, don't they? So yeah. it's wouldn't it? But it, it's like so. It makes me think it's like the Glacier King. It's got the Glacier King's bubble. Uh, <laughs> that's a bit weird. Uh, it's got turn up the heat as well. So this model can use turn up the heat to start the activation. This activation, this model gains plus two speed. I mean, it suffers D three for doing it, but it becomes speed eight. D three out of thirty six. Oh, this sounds bad already. D three, nice. So it can get faster. It's going to keep concealment. What is this? What, what I want two. I want two. Uh, so first range weapon, the well, first weapon, the hailer. Uh, range twelve stays the same. It's changed from two D three to D three plus one. So yeah, nah. not quite as good, but plus one power. Um. Oh, and volume fire. So that's nice. That's plus one to attack and damage rolls against medium based and plus two against large. <laughs> nice. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh, crusher wheel. Uh, range one power four. PNS 16. Yep, still the same. Grinding wheel. Additional die uh, on attack rolls against small and medium based models. Yep, still the same. Jesus, it's quite, quite a list. Yeah, high impact. Um, 16 points. This is really nice. Oh, makes uh, one melee attack against everything in its line of sight. I can't see this keeping all of this. Uh, well, the, 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 the crusher is pretty much as was. But it's 16, not a 16 point. I can't see it staying at 16 points. Not at 16. Um, what, what did they do? Did they just throw everything on it and say, <laughs> eh, we'll see what sticks? Just throw all the shit on it. Oh, that's that's quite frankly terrifying. What is this? I think we're done. <laughs> knockdown. When a model is hit with a weapon, this weapon it becomes knocked down. Getting yep. used to die and damage rolls with this weapon against knocked down target. So okay. basically, against small or medium based models, you get an extra die to hit, which is going to knock them down, which means you get an extra die of damage. <laughs> Power 16, that kills anything. Uh, I'm glad, they, we, I'm glad they, they don't play against pigs. Made cheaper and heartier. I like it. I want two. Um, that cost, I want two. Nerf now, plus. Um, Flanking. Can you imagine his knees on the flank just going speed eight? Well, it becomes speed. Moving 16. Jesus. Did we have to finish on a, a high for Kurt and a low for everyone else in humanity? <laughs> I don't um, even but, have my minions at the moment. It is playable in Circle, Legion, Scorn, and Trolls. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So All he can, of which he can play two war wagons and two meat threshers. <laughs> right. Uh. Or, or he could play, I don't know, two meat threshers and a mountain king. The exhaust what? fumes are only faction models, though, so trolls can't get in concealment um, from the exhaust fumes. Oh, no. The dream's over. Uh, <laughs> but but it works very well with the pigs. Even without the exhaust fumes. Come on. It's lovely. I've never even seen one. I've never seen one in the flesh, ever. I've, I've seen, I've seen one. 
That's it. Yeah, you never used to find many uh, pure uh, pig players. <laughs> so, what 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 are you laughing at, Benj? Just some of the out of context things we've said. Like if we weren't talking in context, Benj, are you on medication of some sort? I'm, oh. I'm actually curious now. No. So this is the thing. Someone yesterday said I'd taken too many painkillers, and I haven't taken enough today. Okay. So, am I might just a- sounding weird. I'm um, I'm a big fan of playing pure pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, you just came off. Like you're just making bench corpse for no reason. <laughs> for my own sports, there's not no reason at all. No, true. Mm. Um, yeah, so, like that one. Happy with that. It's very nice. So, this being week two of the CID for battling, do we have any overall thoughts? For me, Thresh is going to get hit with a stick. Unfortunately, it's going to get... It'll go by 17 or 18 points at least, or it'll get something, lose something. That's too good. But apart from that... I mean, apparently, that hasn't changed from week one. That that's how it came in. I don't, think, I don't think enough people are playing pigs. <laughs> Qu- quite possibly. Quite possibly. <laughs> Even for um, your entertainment. I mean, <laughs> I do I do like where they're taking the battle engines. I do like that they're they're upping the boxes, they're making them more into utility pieces. They're making the ones that are there to just kill things, kill more things. They're gonna be on the table, we're gonna see them. They're gonna be it's this it's gonna it's now it's going to be what it seemed that they tried to do it when they first arrived to almost be the equivalent of a heavy and never quite managed it. This is then going, right, let's just do this properly. Properly, it's... Yeah. Because the, the extra armor, the extra wounds that they get over and above what heavies get, it kind of needs to be there to counteract their size. So, because you can't hide yeah. them, you can't conceal them, you can't do anything else with them. So, you, and they're all fairly low defense, really. Um, they're all going to get hit easily. Yeah, they're all defense, like, 10 or whatever. Cause it's, and you can't get concealment, you can't do all the other things. So... Yeah, it's. Um, I think it counteracts that, and you get you've got an equivalent to a heavy in a lot of respects, which is really nice. Yeah, I think actually the highest defense one is twelve on the wraith engine. Yeah, it's always been different that one, hasn't it? What yeah. I like is that there's a lot of variety that you don't really necessarily see in other models. There's a lot of utility in them. There's uh, support variants. There's there's in your face variants. Each one does something dramatically different. Whereas yeah. A lot of factions infantry only has like one or two gimmicks. This is doing. Uh, this can ch- change lists, dropping in and out of all sorts of things. Look, yeah, I mean, true. I mean, there are definitely going to be some lists that really want it and some that don't. But you can play around with it. It, it, it they're not not at home in any list. Basically, they they could be in any list. Yeah, and they could provide some utility. I mean, I think that there's, there's some that are more niche than others, but they've certainly decided no, we've got to ramp up the power on these. I, I think they they do need to look at the Animantrax a little because that that doesn't seem to be. Maybe we're missing something. I, 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 either we're missing something, or that is just going nowhere. Um, I think everything else kind of has its place. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. It does. I mean, yeah, I never understood the other tracks. So I know that Chris Cawthorn managed to make it work really nicely in Mark, in, was in Mark II even, when it was really yeah. bad, and he managed to make them work. But uh, that was focusing the whole army around them, I think. Well, they, but... they, they did um, change the other tracks quite heavily in Mark II to actually make it playable. Yeah, because um, you couldn't, you couldn't, um, you couldn't uh, hit it with pain givers to begin with either, could you? I don't think. No. Um, for example, so um, yeah, they changed it. I, I like what they're doing with it. Just generally, 
be awesome to see him on the table more. I mean, it means I've got to rearrange my case to try and work out to get my wall wagon back in, but yeah. <laughs> you, you think that's bad? I've got a list planned out for two galleons, and I've got no case that can move two of those. There is no case designed for a galleon. It is the most that... inconvenient model to move. Well, I, I, I've actually had to break the arms on one of mine because I realised I put the crane on far too low. So nothing could ever get in melee because the crane would just go, no. Because <laughs> it was the crane went down to get to ground level. Mm. So I've now had to sort of raise that really up so it can actually walk along and not hit things. I've I've only ever transported one, mine once and the trident broke off. And... Uh, yeah. Um, mine's had a snap trident as well. I like the way my gargantuans are basically like just giant trolls, which are quite solid, muscular things. They just stay together. So They're just massive blocks of resin. They are. A few carved out faces on them. Yep. Yeah, the, the one I'm scared of at the moment, um, and I'll, I'll just bring it off its shelf here if I can. Um, is it? It, it is this thing here. Oh, God, the whisks. <laughs> the Drulic Colossal. Those, um, those look like my bicycle pedals. It's insane. How am I supposed to take that anywhere? Put it on your head. And the worst Where thing, is a hat? You look at the legs. <laughs> they barely fit on the base. It's a hat, it's a brooch, it's a pterodactyl. Mm, could use it to break into cars somehow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate po- lick, lick pocker? I mean, pick locker? I can't even speak properly Not anymore. Lick, no, I said lick pocker. That's because you're crazy, Benj. <laughs> crazy. You're crazy <laughs> like fish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Benj, is the lack of oxygen from your chest in <laughs> actually making you slightly high uh, maybe yeah. maybe um, right so with with the overall conclusion that this is interesting and possibly in the right direction yes uh, i think now might be the time for my sanity as well as benji's to move on to any other business so yes. kurt hello any other business uh, I'm trying to think when I painted some stuff I painted some more um, I painted a few bits for uh, Zombicide Black Plague um, some more heroes for that um, and looking You're forward to the painting more bits for uh, Black Plague have you not got that fully painted yet? no no or, or it's a few more models to go um, I, I did things like the um, the knights from Python and things like that as well because I hadn't touched those before and yeah. um, uh, playing with the kids, they keep going, oh, I'll play this one now, so I'll paint that one. I haven't sat in focused time to try and paint all of them. Uh, and I'm quite keen on the, uh, there's a new Kickstarter coming for Zombicide as well at the end of May. There's always is, a new ki- Zombicide yeah. Kickstarter. Uh, well, this one's going to be, this was another expansion, it's not an expansion, it's a new game for Black Plague, effectively, which is the Green Menace, something like that. It's zombie orcs, basically. Yeah. They're going to be green plastic zombie orcs, and that looks awesome, so I may well get caught up in that. Um, the only other kind of thing is I've been somewhat obsessed with... Uh, the happenings in Games Workshop. Um, as I mentioned earlier on, it's been hard to ignore. It's it all has. over the Facebook feeds and all over the Twitter. I rage quit 40k how many years ago? 2006. So 11 years ago, I um, went, I'm not doing this anymore and joined Hordes um, when they made my Black Templar illegal and made my Thousand Sons stupid and um, <laughs> amongst other things. And um, I'm really tempted by what's looking likely with with um eighth edition and just really intrigued by what's happened with age of sigma and if they're applying some of that to that as well that would be really interesting um i I just couldn't get back into playing 40k people you know insane people 
they're not. They're, they really they're, are. They're so Hang enthusiastic. On. Benj, it does it does very much depend on your gaming group. Um, because, well, did you play 40k? Me, yeah, I went. I went to the stores and everything. But, and then so I... All, all three of us here, and in fact, if we include Nick and possibly even Alex, um, all of us are lapsed 40k players uh, to yep. greater and lesser extents. I, I played mean, a I'm, lot. Of, I played a lot of 40k, a, a I, lot I, for a long time. I in this room, I have a case of Epic Imperial Guard. So no, I sold all my Epic. And that's the other thing. Adeptus Titanicus is also that that I would just, I would just buy that when it comes out. Regardless, I want those bigger warlords. I'm, I'm, I'm more mixed on what they're doing with that, but we'll. I'm we'll, sold. We'll, Everything that comes out for that engages me more. But that's smaller and side thing. But I yeah. never thought I'd really consider 40k again. And I I don't know what I build and paint and do. I've still got quite a lot of nids. I've still got my Black Templar. I've still got some Thousand Suns. I sold all my Eldar um, and most of my Chaos. Um, De- depending on where I am, um, when it happens, um, it may be that I will go back to the parents, pick up the big red box that's on top of the wardrobe, and look at that massive spruce that is an impi- a, a a potential Imperial Guard army, and see what I can make out of it. They're not the I Imperial used to... Guard anymore. Pardon? They're not the Imperial Guard anymore. Yeah, they are. It's it's Adeptus, wasn't. Militarius. Oh, Antalunus. Astra Militarum. Yeah. Oh, That's when but the I'm game like... lost it for me. I am... Um, I, I, okay, I... do you genuinely think that 90% of the players say Astra Militarum? No, it was just the... 90% of the players still go, oh, they're guard. It, it was the last corporate kind of thing that just really... Because it's in the books. It's in the fluff now. That And it just grates me but but they're massively. still the guard it's it's in the same way that we know that privateer press and especially people like soul hate it when people refer to asphyxius as gaspy yeah but they're never going to change it so he just is gaspy but when you're reading a book and you're trying to get into the fiction uh it just sounds so ridiculous it it really oh, does because really, more more ridiculous than adeptus astartes more yes. ridiculous than Adeptus Custodes. Yes. Why? Because we've grown up with those things, and they sound... They, right, so so go- what you're saying is that one element of a fictional universe is more ridiculous than another because it's using the same fake Latin. It, 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 it sounds terrible. It literally sounds terrible. The guard was the, you know, the gritty backbone, the grunt face, and then they stuck a silly... Really? Oh, I mean, did you? There wow. are things, <laughs> no, that, there's an entire faction of God that is a Rambo parody. Yes, yeah, yes, there are, but that they have some players, very yeah. humorous. There's the ones that I would like to play, which are dressed as pith-helmeted British colonial troopers. Yeah, yeah, yes, um, yes. I do remember that a very racist Games Workshop white dwarf. <laughs> The massacre of Big Tooth River, like I know, literally. Just because they put orcs in there doesn't mean it's racist. Oh, it, to- they totally were. But never mind. That's fine. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Away from the uh, the hate, I'm intrigued by what they're doing, and I'm tempted to. I'm going to keep an eye out anyway and see what they come out with, see what models yeah. come out. 
Um, tempted, but I don't know what level, and what kind of things I want to buy. I, I think my Black Templar is still pretty done. I don't think I'll touch them, but I could see me sort of redo with nice, new, shiny A Thousand Suns, perhaps. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Well, but- I, I think the, the big thing is, um, certainly for Games Workshop's games now, if you actually go to any of their um, their games and just say, and just click on the Start Collecting button, yeah, for every single faction, regardless of what it is, you can buy a small playable army, which, okay, it's not going to you know do your full, what, 3,000 points or whatever, but it's a small playable army for 50 quid. What I like, especially, is they're saying there are three modes of ways to play around the game. So rather than having this not quite um, strategic kind of game that they made them forced you in forced it to be that way with points and things now you can have more fluffy games you can play for a laugh so we all yeah. used to do tons of these massive great 40k armies and massive games that actually weren't really very balanced and were just fun um they do seem to be trying to get away from the which recently with mark with seventh it wasn't there where you used to have this elder beat marines marine beat orcs orcs beat elder and you had others fitted around that in different places but that that was standard for a very long time, and they seem to be trying to get away from that as well, which is also really interesting. Because um, you could just rip Marines to bits with Eldar all day long, and that's probably not going to be the case. But it also, Orcs aren't going to trounce Eldar either. So I, I don't know. We don't know yet. We're, it, I'm intrigued. It look, yeah, it looks like they're trying to introduce the narrative version, which will give you some sort of weird kind of amount of flexibility. You've got the, this this tournament based system that. Yeah. More hardcore, and they actually used the word balanced, which I am shocked that Games Workshop would actually ever deign to use that word in relation to any of their systems. But if they're going to try and do it, fair play to them. Um, you know, the um, the game they, that I played the yeah. most, the version of the game that I played the most was second edition and quite a size like a third, but a lot of second. And it, and from what I've read and heard on various YouTube and official releases. It looks a lot like bits of second have come back in, so that's quite appealing on its own. They've reintroduced the move statistic for a start, and yes, so nice. And interestingly, um, from what I remember, and this is very hazy back in the day, they've actually changed the the average move statistic. So mm. they've changed the average move from the old forty k version, which was four inches, to six. Yeah, which. I mean, yes, the, 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 I think the statics of standard move was six inches for every yeah, in between. Yeah. With like D6 for extra for fleet of foot people and whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that they've not gone back to the your standard space marine moves four inches. Yeah. So I, quite, I like that though. It's good. I, I just like a lot of what I've read. I'm intrigued what box set things are going to come out. We're going to get box set type games that might come up with it. That might be intriguing as well because doing a lot of that as well. So. I- I actually, th- I actually think what they'll do is that your main source for starting a faction will still be their current start collecting boxes because they've said nothing that was in the game at the end of 7 will be written out. Everything yeah. will be viable. Mm. Which is, again, at Games Workshop, it's like, are you feeling all right? Do we need to take your temperature? But they've also said no codices, so um, and going in line, what happened with Age of Sigma? It implies yeah. free codices or free rule well, sets, I think like they, codices. They, they PDF. Three um, like factional books. Yeah, but they will be like the good, the bad, armies of the Imperium, mm. monsters of the warp, armies of the Imperium, and Eldar, something, something, something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. An orc um, somewhere. Mm. 
which mm, guard mm, they, they, they've always tickled my fancy and um, I the, only, the only way I ever played guard was under GC Lacolts most the only way I've ever had guard because I did have a GC Lacolts on me years ago I might even still have my stat in the loft somewhere um, uh, yeah I, I just I, 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 I still love the universe I still have a lot of affection for it as you said yeah. it's where we started Space Hulk was a big part of me getting into it an epic original first Space Marine Dutch Titanicus when I was a teenager um but I played I played more 40k than any game. I still have not played anywhere near the same number of War Machine games as I did 40k. Not even close. Um, uh, yeah, that's probably true. I used to play 40k multiple times a week for months on end. Yeah, it was Twice easy. I didn't have family. I didn't have kids. I had a mate living around the corner. I had my own house, a room that was dedicated to having a gaming table and computers in it, and it, it yeah. was just easy. It was just we played. We played. Two games a night at times, two or three times a week. It was just done. It was not with second. You didn't. Uh, no, true. One again, but getting into uh, third unless, you, unless you were playing five hundred point games, you were not getting two games. No, but getting into third, we were. But no, you're right. No, yeah. recollecting back, it was harder in second. So I remember. I mean, I remember the the, the rule books and the extra. It wasn't codices in um, second ed, but the expansions came out of second ed when I was sort uh, of not eighteen. Codices. Was it Codex? Yeah, yeah. Was it the first time we saw them. But they, yeah, I remember I, the Eldar book and things like that coming out and sitting in my car I, reading I them. Was that wearing... um, Codex Angels of Death. Mm. So cool. Yeah, I, I was, think, I think so Ben just, he died now. So that's my any other business is uh, yeah. lots of other stuff really and, and yeah. I, I, I would second that. So uh, Benj, any other business? No. Okay. Um... <laughs> Dawn of War 3 is tempting as well. Wait, wait, I was muted. I was muted. Oh. No, uh, I've been looking at my Mark II codexes on the shelf now. Oh. No. We've put it in dangerous territory. I always... I've said a couple of things that have turned out to be inherent lies to myself, which was that I'd get back, I'd get into 30k when it got released. I'd buy a couple of the Primarchs whenever they got released, and I've always, and I've not done that yet. But no, the game's still there. It never went away. The there are various things that turn me off it, but I don't think getting into another game when I can barely get another game of War Machine on a regular basis would be a good so- idea. I think it's much easier to get a 40k game wherever you live than it is War Machine. Uh, I would probably echo that. But again, it's, it's still people that play 40k. Still a metric ton of. I've been shocked at how many players there still are. Grown up, adult ones too, not kids. It's, there's tons of people play 40k all the time still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my Monday Games Club, where I go to play X Wing, is still there's always two, three tables of 40k. It's mostly been taken over by RPGs and X-Wing now, but there's still two or three tables there. No fantasy, which is... Well, no... Um, Sigmar. Yeah, Angel Sigmar, which is if, interesting. If I could get a skirmish-sized battle, then maybe... That's what, that looks like it's likely with general... With, yeah, the um, yeah. versions of it for Sigmar. It looks like it's coming. Yeah. Age of Sigmar is coming out with a skirmish edition. Mm. So therefore... Which that looks like we'll have um, what was it called? Uh, not Dogs of War, of course, something else later on, didn't it? But there's, there's, our, there's going to be a skirmish version of 40k by the way. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. there is box out now. It's like there's like there's a, there is now. There's um, the Necromundry things come out again, isn't it? Which is different and more like uh, general Shadow Wars or whatever. Or... I can't remember what it's called now, but yes, that's so that's already out, sold out everywhere. But it's out, right? Sh- should we move on to Benji's any other business before this risks becoming a 40k podcast? Oh, yes. God, it's going that way, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any other business? Um, I got a lovely transformer f- for my uh, anniversary from my 
missus um, as, a, as a present. It was a, one of the combiner wars um, big sets, um, which was Computron, and I've always wanted one of those. Finally got one, and now unfortunately. I've just spent days upon days looking on eBay at third-party custom transformers oh and realizing that I can never afford them. Um, but Benj, where's the wargaming in this? Uh, I don't know. If there was a Transformers war game, that'd be pretty cool. Um, no, uh, I haven't actually painted a model or anything yet. I'm waiting for June's releases for Retribution. Um, well, there's quite a lot coming up for you, so... Yeah, I'm trying to get inspiration for poses, but at the moment, uh, Grishield is very static, so um, I don't think you can do much with that. The jack looks pretty posable, but yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to putting glue to models to paint and stuff like that. So yeah, nothing at the moment, but coming soon. Uh, maybe after the Welsh, I might pick something up as well. Um, I ha- I haven't enjoyed people. The Welsh Masters will be taking place roughly a week after this podcast, so we'll all, um, all apart from Nick and I don't think Alex is there either. I'm not. Mm. Oh, you want? So basically, it's me and Bench that's there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you'll you'll see us there, um, and um, we'll be happy to I don't know, do very little for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll we'll be happy to set up their tables. No, no. We'll be happy to hand them objectives and circles and move on. Well, we'll have to set up the initial tables and put out terrain. I oh, mean, yeah. it's it's oh, it's firestorm though, so the tables. Not all that. You just yeah. go. Does that look vaguely playable? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Well, God, last year there was like people going around with tape measures and going. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, that that's. As long as you've got a five-inch widget and a two-inch widget somewhere, mm. you're fine. You don't need a table. Hey, well, every table I set up, a certain person went back and moved all the terrain just for no particular reason whatsoever. That, that, that was annoying. That's the way you do things, Bench. That's all right. Well, mm. that, well <laughs> the way I set up a table is a personal reflection of everything I stand for in it's life. It's part so. of your art. It is. It's part of what makes this magic me um i checked earlier unfortunately as well broadcasting on a saturday we don't even get our standard audience oh live. no no we don't yeah. um mm. but we'll, the main audience for the podcast is um when we put it up for download anyway i know but still i i i now veto saturdays again i'm but just putting that busy on saturday evenings but uh, yeah anyway so is that your any other business bench it is i'm done Thank you. Fair um, I would echo Kurt in saying, yeah, I've I've taken some brief glances at 40k. I don't know if I'm going to be invested in it, but we'll have a look. Um, yeah, echoing Benjamin saying, I will be going to the Welsh Masters. Yay. Um, where we can look forward to a, a weekend of telling people, no, you can't do that, and <laughs> read the card. Um, <laughs> which is fine, but gets wearing... Um, otherwise than that, um, the only thing I've done recently is I had a really fun game of X-Wing, which we played, standard game of X-Wing is 100 points a side, we played, I think it was 600 points a side over an evening. Oh wow. Uh, multiple epic ships, uh, the Imperial side, which it's the only time I've ever played Imperial, 
the Imperial side had Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, and the Inquisitor on the table wow. at the same time. Um, so it was a bit of a mishmash of uh, eras. Um, did, you have was... the, did you have the Corvette, the Imperial uh, oh, the the, uh, the Imperial Raider. Yeah. Yep, we had two Imperial Raiders versus mm. uh, two Rebel uh, Corvettes and... Um, the GR seventy five transport. Uh, so I had, I had, I had a bunch of Tie Strikers on the table. They are they're a, lovely. They are a very fun ship to fly. Oh, they are. I, I had um, a mate come down for a weekend, and he brought. We paid X wing all weekend. Uh, I don't know how long ago that was now. Um, six eight weeks ago, and um, he brought two Tie Strikers with him, and he was struggling to move them around. We swapped armies, swapped fleets, and messed about with it. They're so nice. Yeah, old Sabak is ridiculous mm. just that ability to say okay i've taken no damage i get an extra die of attack mm. is so good um just the maneuvering of them alone i love the yeah. maneuvering of them. but the, the whole point is if you if you for those who kind of don't really get the whole x-wing thing um you pre-plan your maneuvers but the tie striker if you've got uh, adaptive ailerons which is yeah. a free title that they can have before you reveal your maneuver and execute it you actually get to do a free sort of either one forwards or a 45 degree turn um, left or right. And you have to do one of those, which means you can actually do turns that other ships just can't do. And it also means that despite your maneuver dial not going up to five, so you can't go that distance, with a one boost and a three straight, you can do a five. Um, nice. It allows for so much more flexibility. It, 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 it is nuts. And yeah, I, I, first time I've ever played Imperial, and now I might be taking three Toy Strikers next week to go, yo, I have some ships, dudes, let's play. The, so, um, the Raiders getting its first canon appearance in Battlefront 2 as well, which is quite interesting uh, for me, anyway. I don't think think Battlefront 2 is technically canon. It is, it is. It has been. No, there's so many games now that are canon. Like Aliens Colonial Marines is canon. Uh, in the Alien all that's canon for Star Wars is the books, the animated series, Clone Wars. Um, the movies. Tr 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 trust me, they announced that this is now canon. Battlefront 2, the, the squad that they um, announced in this is part of the transition from the empire to the force to the first order games games have always said that though haven't they games have always said that yeah, yeah but yeah. there are supporting books that are coming out. Earlier, actually someone did ask uh the, the 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 current keeper of the canon um what is the status of ffg stuff in relation to the current canon and he just put up a picture of the old facebook relationship select a drop down and just had highlighted it's complicated yeah i bet um yeah because mm -hmm. the the raider is in a very interesting place because it's something that didn't exist before ffg went we need an imperial large ship so they went yeah uh, okay we'll make you one so the fact that it's a star destroyer mixed with a tie it wouldn't stun me to see it appear in rebel season four though no. Um, it's Which... actually a wreckage of a raider is shown in The Force Awakens in the graveyard of Jakku. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, the first headline, if you put, is Battlefront 2 canon. It says Star Wars Battlefront 2 will tell a canon story. 
Ah, uh, that's a very different thing, though. Okay. Being canon in total and telling a canon story are two very different things. Mm. But, Inferno uh, Squadron is big. It's going to bridge the gap, supposedly, between that. What they may well do is have books that are the canon version, and then the game will, in part, retell them. Uh, the book There is a book coming out, but there, there was go. for the first one, which was there Twilight Squadron. That that's that's how they generally prefer to do it because the book they can sit there and analyze line by line. Okay, what does this mean for the Star Wars camera? Mm. Well, the look at Jedi Academy and Jedi Knight that was all fully approved, stamped, nailed on, and yet Carl Katan is not canon. And not anymore. Not no. now, but he was. No. But th- it's also the reason it- why the uh, why FFG's game is somewhat um, yeah interesting. Because yeah, you've you got Carl Katan, Katan versus got, Kylo Ren. And you've got Jan um, Oz and Jan Erso as well. <laughs> like what? Yeah. So anyway, well, yeah. I, I think I think we've we've probably waffled on for long enough. Um we're a Star Wars podcast now as well. Yeah, totally. Well, we've had almost entire podcasts about X Wing before with people <laughs> going, Oh, it's X Wing again, turn off. And a bit of a martyr. I'm madder. Yeah, uh, matter. Anyway, <laughs> and then it, having, it, said, having said all that, all my wargaming budget of like it's just going on bike stuff anyway and cycling. So. <laughs> Mine's all gone on um, X Wing because I had about five waves to catch up with and just went, yeah, you know what? I'll I'll go to my local gaming shop, which is ridiculously cheap for X Wing, and just went, yeah, I'll have one of everything. I saw your post to think of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I like the red ship. Who's going nice. to sign us off? Oh, okay. Um, you've been listening to Elite Cadre. The uh, Hordes of War Machine, Star Wars, and I can't believe I'm saying 40k podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I've been Kurt. I've been Mike. I've been Ben. Bye. Say goodbye, Nick. Uh, Goodbye, Nick. Goodbye. Listening to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elite cadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs.
therefore I didn't want to put it on, and then we were discussing Kurt's kids. So oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stop now. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't necessarily want to broadcast that if you want to include no. it. No. But I'm not going to, if you see what I mean. I still <laughs> might put that on Facebook, but that's still fairly private audience. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that, that's cool. That, that's intentionally why I didn't press the button. Oh, cool. I just I always assume when I join that it's live. No, it says in the corner. Yeah, there should be a, for me, there's a start and stop broadcast. And if you look at sort of uh, bottom center, there should be a live thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would see that if I wasn't at the moment pulling boss. I'm sorry. Oh, you're the worst. I, I look, once I've done this dungeon, I'm off it. How long have you got? Uh, first boss. Off. Four, boss. Eight. Four bosses. I'm dying. I'm dying. Heal, heal, heal. Where's the healer? Tank faster. I'm tanking. I don't have DPS. Tank more intensely. I'm. <laughs> I'm terrible at tank. <clears throat> right. So, what I thought we'd do for this episode is go through the new battle engines. Yeah, sounds good to me. Because um, <clears throat> everyone on their dog has done week one. So, if we do week two, that gives us something different to talk about. Um, has anyone seen the new artwork in the Retribution book that was posted to the Rec group? No. Really weird change in art direction. Ooh, okay. I'm like it, some of it's good. A lot of it's bad. Like Silas and Ran both look like. I can't remember what somebody said, but it was just it. Just some. They look like manic Batman esque villains. It looked really weird. Um, didn't like the art style at all in in the books because you know the rest are not meant to be a pleasant faction, Ben. But, no, but they they had the anime aesthetic for a hell of a long time, and now God knows what this aesthetic is. Please just call them the iPod elves. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're, it, they're... Took a, it took me a while to get why they were called the iPod elves. An embarrassingly yeah. long time, in fact. Yeah, me same, too. Just the same design aesthetic. No, um, not even that. It's from the, uh, they're from the land of Ios. Oh yeah, yeah. that's it. They are the iPod elves. Um. Yeah, but you know that they've been doing new art in a lot of the books, and a lot of it looks very good these now. You know, uh, updating of Mark. One artwork. I'm conflicted on that. Some Mark One artwork is meh. Some of it I really want back. Uh, the Erisk one that they improved was a lot better. I I am just going to go with still my favourite piece of well, my second favourite piece of War Machine artwork is the Brian Snoddy uh, Nomad. Uh, oh yeah, one where it's kind of clambering up over a ridge. It's kind of ditched its shield and I can't really think of um, like a lot of the. I know everybody else disagrees with me, but I really didn't like the apotheosis artwork. That was that. Oh, I, yeah, I really did. Yeah, I, I was yeah. ready to. I was ready to contradict you there and say that I agree uh, with was, you, but no, I really liked apotheosis. Was apotheosis the the, bo- the big? Book? Yeah, the big yeah. book with the big overdone pictures and over dramatic stuff and very Romano art. I yeah. did. I did like the cover art of that one. Um, what well, I do like, having now seen, having now seen the the new beer moth in the flesh. It does look like the artwork from that book now. It's really nice. The, the behemoth always annoyed me because I looked through the Cador book and went, wow, that's a, a towering yeah. monument of steel. And then you got the model and went, it's basically a slightly bigger Warjack. Did somebody wash the bottom half of it too hot? Yeah. It's just, oh. I actually, legs just, it doesn't look like the old picture because the old picture of the behemoth was still very top heavy. In this one, they have managed to actually create a warjack that doesn't look like it will snap at the waist basically yeah. 
I, thought, um, I mean, I haven't gone and got the book out again to refresh myself, but from my from memory, the um, the, the perspective is looking down on it, so the legs were further away, kind of thing. In the in the original artwork, it always had that kind of broad, very broad shoulders. I agree, but for me, yeah. it's, it's gone. It's truer to the size and scale of it, at least. I wish um, they never revisited Sorsha because there's some much better artwork of her from the the video game that they did. They did some fantastic <coughs> concert work for her. I still think the best piece of artwork of her is, I think she's either in the white costume, which is similar to one where she's in the white costume, where she's doing that sort of forward point motion and she's got a destroyer just behind her. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen and that. They, they actually copied it for the trailer for the video game. Yes. Um, like, like an iconic image of her. Mm, um, I always did like that piece. There was also some striker... Uh, concept art of how buff he actually is. Have you, if that was for the video game as well. They were doing like. To be fair, to, to swing something like Quicksilver, you'd have to be pretty manly. He, he is pretty buff. He, I think him and him and Siege are definitely on the same buffness level. They go to the same mm. gym. No, no. Siege would have to be like three levels above. Siege is. He, you know. Yeah. Well, now with the new command book with him in the background, you can tell that he's a bit more of a substantial man you really didn't have much scale of him in the um in the other artwork yeah in the artwork yeah but ha- just having um listened about him in oh what's the name of the book blood of kings mm. it, it always gives you this impression that he is he's big uh, uh, uh strakoff's new artwork was very good as well for the um so this is the problem i haven't got any of the command books and i'll be honest with war room i have no incentive to I bought the troll one. That's it. I mean, how, how are you finding the new command book? Um, I like the troll one because it had troll things in it, and I'm likely to get the was, no. Have we got the command books? Have we got the faction books? We've got the army books, haven't we? Or whatever they're called. The command, command books. books are are, the command books are the main books. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're so like what, faction what, rundowns. Yeah. What you have? There's <clears throat> not have... much in it that you haven't already got or haven't already seen. Pretty My, much. I liked having it because it's trolls, but I wouldn't buy any others. I'd only buy one, uh, and I'll it... probably buy. The other book when it comes out for trolls as well, but only tro- I might play other things, but I won't buy books for anything. Yeah, I like I like how it talks about the command structures and all the different divisions and variants, but but that was in the old books as well. But yeah, it's the K- been a- Kador one went very much into the military structure of Kador because yeah. you got that whole thing of what was it, the hammer, the anvil, and what was the third one? Ah, oh, fuck! The hammer and the anvil. It was another one. There was Sickle the forge, side, the side. forge, the forge, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the forge. You got that whole thing, yeah. and then you got the different structures of divisions, and then you went over to Signar, and it was like you got the multiple armies, and then the one yeah. that was a bit naff, and and then the navy, which didn't really fit any aesthetic at all. Which is quite funny because see, so you had the hammer, the anvil, the forge, the the navy. To be fair, the navy was meh. It's known to be a bit meh, mm-hmm. which is. The problem. Someone was suggesting that at some point PP should should do a naval game. Which I'd rather they did. Interesting. Um, but maybe the D six is exploding D six based system. Revised every six weeks. CID. Can't people just play dystopian wars if they want that? Yeah. Or um. Yeah, I was thinking the predecessor, but yeah, that same concept, isn't it? What was um, the predecessor? Um, oh, Uncharted uh, Seas. There's Firestorm Armada and the Un- Uncharted Seas. Uncharted Seas, the first one. Yeah, yeah which, I, which is the one I own. I still own some Dragon Lords. Um, not I like have Shadow Mages. Oh, so Dark Dwarves. Mm. I got Dark Elves with the Dragon Winged ships and stuff. They're really cool. Um, 
It was fun I mean, at the time, it, but it wasn't expensive, so, you know. Oh, it was, it was just a, a cheap starter box. I can't remember. On, on, on general cost of things, my biggest, well, I, I look at privateer press stuff now and I go, well, I don't want to buy anything now. Um, my spending on PP is stalled entirely. Spending on wargaming is stalled. My wargaming budget is all going on bike stuff at the moment, really. Um, it's all going on cycling and clothes. The, the, the thing for me is that I've, I've got pretty much all of yeah. Mercs other than the yeah. Cephalix, and I don't intend to buy them. Um, but if I, didn't, that, if I didn't know you and didn't talk as much as we do, Twitter at least, nothing else, then I probably would be looking more back into Mercs, but I almost get my Merc fix from you. Yeah. Because I like Mercs. I, I like Mercs a lot and always have. Oh, I, but, I, I love the Mercs, but yeah. we're not getting anything for over a year now. Right. And, and that's it. We, we, we've just been told that we, we've got no command book, so we've got no new models coming from that. Where We've got a dual faction caster from Signar who doesn't work in Mercs and never will work in Mercs until they give us well some cheap range jacks. Which well, they're not, they're not going the, to ir- because... the irony of that statement is that's the character that will make me play Mercs. It's, it's so frustrating at the moment. Because Kate, that's that's what I wanted him to be. That's what I wanted Kane two to be. Yeah. Mm. But everyone else gets new toys. Mercs don't. Trolls get fuckloads. Yeah. Kind of sucks. <laughs> Trolls get three gargantuans. Yeah, but you're the most stable faction at the moment. True. Um, live with that. That's that's the the the, the problem is that the, the meta that I've seen is starting to squeeze Mercs a bit. They're still in a good position. Because they they started out very strong, um, but it's 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 shifting against them ever so slightly. They're still up there, but not as good as they were. I think and they I will. Just... Gra- I think I think there is no choice for them to for them to gradually slide downwards. Yeah, I, I can't. As, as they address as they address other armies, as trolls get attention and get a bit here and there, and other armies get a bit here and there. I could imagine Mercs gradually slipping down, not noticeably over maybe a year, year and a half, but they'll gradually slip down, which is. Well, I've, I've got um, armies that I need to try out that I think will help with what I'm doing because I I can't put Ashlyn on the table at the moment. It's just that that's that's the thing that's doing my head in the most. I cannot, as far as I can see, take Ashlyn to a tournament and do anything with her, which is pissing. But Magnus too, yeah, I can work with him. With Bane, um, Damiano, fine. Uh, almost any of the pirate casters. I do still think Fiona just needs new king and reworking from the ground up. I've always, I always used to like her, but I never play, I haven't played her in Mark Three or barely Mark Two. She's such but, a collection of bits that don't really work together. I used to, I used to love her. I played her. I, I couldn't work her out when she first came out, so I made myself play her a lot when I was playing a lot of Mercs, and I played her a lot. Um, took her to some events and things as well. Um, I think if you wanted to put the timing with her, you you could probably get her to a level where she's okay. But just looking on the face of it, there's nothing exciting or interesting that other casters don't do better. Right. Which just makes me sad. Um, I messaged Alex. I'm guessing you messaged Alex and I've heard nothing. Uh, no, I've heard nothing. So, he's probably uh, out. He's probably forgotten. Right, I'll, I'll take a drink and then we'll uh, we'll start 22. And, uh... We don't have to keep it long, I guess, tonight, do we, then? If there's <laughs> any... Yeah, we always say that and end up going to midnight anyway. Yes. Uh, Although it's Saturday night and midnight is not late on Saturday, is it? It's not a working tomorrow. Uh, it's true. I'm just tired it's not a work night. I'll just get working up my children instead. But we generally have, have rules around not coming in my bedroom till 8 o'clock on the weekend, so that's good. I just haven't been sleeping because I've had a chest infection. Oh. 
My youngest had tonsillitis. She had fever over 103 for four nights last weekend. I ain't got tonsils. No, I. It's a wonderful thing. It really is, actually. Yeah, I, mine came out, I went out was five. Yeah, um, same there. I used to get sick all the fucking time. I was a very sickly child, yes. I was. I used to be skinny because of my tonsils. Should have kept. So, li- so ill all the time. I never ate. <laughs> I find I've got skinny again through uh, frightening amounts of exercise. Yeah, I know. that. Well, I wish I could have your endorphins. Yeah, they're helping me. My mental health is so much better. Just everything <laughs> so much better. Mine is l- lethargy. is not making mine any better. I'm finding that um, getting out of bike, doing now, did 36 miles on Thursday, did 40 miles last Saturday. Uh, really now doing serious miles, really enjoying it. And um, it's making everything so much better. I'm so much more positive at work and everything. It's bizarre. It's really good. Well, well, before this turns into a joke, I took a long walk. Off a short walk. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, but I, I was uh, like a colleague at work has just started saying, let's go for sort of long walks down by the river in Oxford. And it, I was just starting to do that. I was feeling pretty good. You know, I had a light lunch and everything. And then I just woke up on Thursday and I just went, this is a chest infection that's been here for a week and it's just making me feel, Ugh. and then I just died. Like, I just... Just no. Just Have you been and got some antibiotics for it? No, no. I've had it over a week, so it's probably a bit too late for that. Um, I've had antibiotics not too long ago, so. Revenge. Yeah. Fresh face. No, uh, it's all right. Cold and flu did everything. I, in the I, word of, I think in the words of uh, of, of Dave uh, this from this morning on Twitter, man up. I know. I, I've got a doctor's <laughs> appointment anyway uh, on the tenth. So uh, they're booking like a month in advance. So the chance of me even getting an emergency one is like bit. So. Yeah, then go and see the out of G- hours GP at your local hospital. Yes. Oh, I'm not going. To, I'm not older, going. Where? What is my local hospital now? I've moved. <laughs> see, Ben, this is the problem. You're just not walk prepared. In, walk into I, a minor injuries. Walk into a minor injuries unit. That might help. Yeah. That's lots as well. I'm sorry. Pretty good one. <laughs> It's not really. It's not entirely what it's there for, but it would work. It's, it's all right. It's all right. I'll be fine. It was just. It was just. I think I've been having it for a while, and I think it's coming to an end because I, I think I've had it over a couple of weeks because it started off as a cold, and then I went back to work and I felt just a bit. Ah, uh, just never mind. You are the worst. You are the reason <laughs> people like me have problems in the workplace. What? Why? People like you go in with chest infections and whatever. Mm. They transfer over to other people like me. And I then, work from home. I stay out of it. There's such a stigma about like colds and like going into work because half the people go, oh, you should man up. And then the other and, half are like, and, and the other half are like, get away from me, you germ bag. It's the fucking. Bench. Ground zero of disease, yeah. As someone who a chest infection could legitimately kill, mm. I, I would really rather you stayed away from work. Because mm. being an asthmatic, you know, chest infections, really dodgy every single time. Yeah, I can imagine. So, I did, I, if, I, if I have the cold where I really don't fancy going to work, I just change my plans and work from home. But I'm in a fortunate position to be able to do that with my job. I'm going, yep. I'll cancel this meeting, I'll phone into it, I'll do this and shit. Work from home is, is amazing. It is. Just, You're like, not even calling in sick. I'm not even calling in sick. I'm working from home. Yeah. Why? Because I feel like crap. Moving on. I'm not taking a sick day. I'm working from home. Yeah. 
I've, I've done that before. And the incoming is much less. She's definitely off. I can, I can take second set if you like. Oh, no, no, you're fine. Should we get cracking then? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let me bring it with PDF again. That's fun. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the command books, not really worth it. We could talk about them. We could talk about them thing too. <clears throat> new art new artwork, if you're into that. Yeah, which I kind of am. So. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> there you go. There we go. That's a podcast. That was a podcast. Yay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just I was not prepared for this again. I really I'm sorry. I wish I had voted on the thing. I completely missed it. <sighs> Well, Bench, what I'll do is near the end of this month, I will put up um, another doodle thing yeah. to say when we're doing stuff. So just remember to vote this time. Yeah, yeah, but with an explicit caveat that Saturdays are an extreme. Like, I'll, I'll put them in there and we'll see who we can get the most people for. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's a bit weird, though. I mean, there's, there's five of us. Come on. There's got to be a... Can't be enough to I think I've missed. I think I've missed something like two or three in five years. Something like that. Mm. But to be fair, we're both on the podcast where there's only two people there. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So, with his own, with his own theme tune. Just the really, two, just the two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to break up a love no. like that. I don't. Hey, no, it's good to have somebody else because I was generated to Terry Gilliam. Or oh, have you watched American Gods? I haven't yet. Oh, watch it. Just watch it. It's so good. I do want to watch it. Uh, what, it's on what, Amazon. Amazon Prime, isn't it? It's Amazon Prime, yes. It, yeah. What's really nice about it is um, it, they clearly play telling the long story because I reckon they te- they use about three pages of the book to tell it to their first episode. It's so good. I, I do like Neil Gaiman's stuff. I mean, uh, recently I've listened to, was it, the BBC Audio Play version of uh, Neverwhere, yeah, that's pretty um, old. That was, that was written first before the book. Um, oh, no, the TV series no, the, before the book. Yeah, the mm. TV series, then the book, then yeah, the, the radio, radio version. Yeah. Because the, rail, the radio version is the one that includes people like um, Anthony Stewart Head. And mm. it's, yeah, it's really good. I think I've done all three Neverwhere. Yeah. Uh, I like the old. I like there's old actually games. a sequel like to Neverwhere now as well, which is, uh, was it Hand the Marquee Got His Coat Back? Okay. Um, which I'll probably pick up when. Audible refreshes at the end of the month. I am, um, yeah. I don't read anything more recently. I've kind of got off his stuff a bit more recently, but I like his old stuff. American Gods, I love, and just to see them do what looks like it's going to be a three or five year story arc from the first episode. You go, this looks so good. Well, I've, I've got American Gods. I've just never got around to reading it. So oh, you don't know it? Oh, wow. Okay. Right. I'm going to exfil. Mike, I'll see you next week. Kurt, yes. Take care. You and I will probably go away as well because I've got a headache. Okay, so. guys. Yeah, right. it's been lovely broadcasting to you, Peter, to well, you listener as well. Um, we are going to just end the broadcast here, and uh, we'll see you all for the next recording. Bye. Bye.